If he gets another one, maybe it maybe, is maybe, maybe it is the Nah, bro, I called it Napoli, you know? <laughs> it's a bit on the nose. So I've been listening to you guys for a while, or I was listening to you guys when you guys were was, on air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you guys have, RIP, you guys have been done for a couple years now, but um, I used to listen to you guys in CJEP in high school. CJEP is like the couple of years between high school and university that we have in Quebec. It's a little bit of a different system, but you know, like 17 through like maybe 20... 122 I was listening to you guys like all the time. I actually remember I remember the first uh, the first time we recorded a pod, Genaletti and I thought that we rocked the world and I sent it to uh to um Grossi on Twitter and said, "Hey man, big fan of the show. I, I you know, I think you might like uh, you know, let us know what you think." And ever since, anytime a nerd reaches out to me and is like, you know, "Hey, do you want to come on the show sometimes?" I take a look and I'm like, "Yeesh," you know? Don't want to be associated with that, but you know I feel bad. I want to be a good guy. So I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. If you want me to do it, just let me give me a time. I don't fucking, I don't take the initiative. You know, like I get it. I get where he's, I get what he, you know, what was probably going through his mind. But he he took the time to click through and he listened to about the first five minutes and he said, yeah, I I remember that game that Del Piero scored that goal against Germany too in 2006. That's yeah, that was one of my favorite games, bro. Keep it up. And that was <laughs> like the first thing we talked about. It was it was a stupid. It was a stupid. You know. We were nerds. I was twenty years old. It was it was a stupid it was a stupid topic that I broached. I was like, oh, you know, so here's how we fell in love with Calcho, you know. Oh, it was two thousand six. There's a shock, you know, fucking original, you know. But uh, but but so so I've been listening to you guys since I was a nerd, and uh, this is cool. This is weird to do, you know, face to face, and and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy we're doing this. We got we got Gizmo Adamo Principe behind. The mic, wearing, wearing sunglasses and a Regina shirt, despite having a father from Cosenza. He's wearing the shirt for the culture. He's not on camera. <laughs> Do you want to come say hi? We got the bell. That was a little gimmick when you guys started off on... You guys were on the radio, right? Yeah, we were on uh, internet radio internet radio. in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, that was a... The glamorous life of that radio. That was, yeah, you know, that was a... a, a I think... Um, that bell signifies trademark like, of that era. Good, like good point, I guess, or like here, here. Oh, we in, agree. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in yeah. your space. I'm I'm here for it. You want to come? Just you introduce are, right, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're just say hello. So, to my left is uh, is Marco the intern, Prince, who's yep. 30 years old. He's still the intern. Yeah, still, yeah, still hasn't 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 uh, the title hasn't left me. Yeah, so, no, okay. yeah, you're good. So you, just hey, to be clear, wearing wearing sunglasses off camera. I don't even have sunglasses on. You're, you're doing my shtick. Better than me. Well, I forgot it's, my sunglasses. And, it, and it's funny because, like, again, I I do listen to your show. I, I think it's hilarious. Thank you. And and I I've and I I spoke to this about like with with the Gizmo as well. Like, again, there was a point where you know I've always loved the 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 you know the 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 comedic aspect of of Italian soccer, and and I've always had this this vision of having Grassi doing a similar style show that you did, where you just kind of come on, you shoot the shit. You kind of, you know, you, 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 you know, you talk about some jokes. And look- I, I've, I've mentioned that to you before. I says, I think like we should have a show where it's just grassy, just yeah. shooting so the many, shit, so many times, shooting the shit, just going off about like, you know, some of the most like, you know, randomest stuff. Cause I mean, you do, you do dive on some different, 
topics outside sure. of cultural, but you always bring it back, which is cool. I try to, yeah. You try to. Always but have. I, I don't, th- and I don't think that'll change. I think you know, we're kind of like pivoting in a bit of a different direction mm-hmm. now, but I think that'll still be, you know, that'll always be like a subject that I'm going to want to broach because it's a thing that like fascinates me and interests me. I, I agree with you. I think that would have been really cool if Gracia had done that. I think, so if you don't know who Stereo City are, were, you know, uh, you guys are from Toronto. You guys have been, uh, you know, you guys have been around for a long time. You guys were like the first like English speaking Italian radio show or like podcast. So um, you guys were doing it really well. You were really well followed. So yeah, I loved Grassi. He's gonna be calling. So we got uh, we got Kubani, who's a Napoli fan. Yeah, calling in. He's calling in in like five. And we've got. So he says. And we've got yeah. So at some point, whatever. So you know, yeah, over yeah. the course of this pot, right? And then you got Donato G, who's been fighting off a bug for a week. But anytime anyone has a kid, he's got two kids now. When you have kids, your life is no. Over. The second one's on the way. Okay, I'm second sorry. one's on the way. Okay, yeah. well, you know, in the eyes of Jesus, there's a second kid, right? We Fair enough. Right? Yeah, there. You know, sure. It's two kids. You know. God wants them to have a second kid. There we go. Thank you. Here, here. So, uh, yeah, no. When you have children, your life is over. Not in the sense that like you don't have time anymore. Not like that. It's a hack thing that people. Yeah, oh, you have kids. Your life is over. That's what I mean. When you have kids, your immune system is shot. I have a cousin. Her and her husband. They're sick all the time. They're sick all the time. I don't know what it is. They're like super spreaders. These little these little kids are like, I don't know. They're just vessels for germs and stuff. So I don't know what the fuck Rossi's had. But you were telling me Gizmo that he's. He was he was too sick to come on a week ago. You got a bug. You got the flu. I got, got a bug on Thursday. Got over it. Yeah. I hear it a little bit. You know, you, you were coughing a little bit. Mm. It's just it's the gunk, right? You, yeah. You beat it. And Grassy's still sick. I sweat it out, man. To the point that he's like, yeah, you, it sounds like you got it real, real fucking bad. If you if you beat a flu in like two three days, you go through hell. Yeah. For like for like twenty four hours. Yeah. Like so, we were supposed to do this on Thursday. And I, it's an, it's now a Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, uh, we're not, you know, I don't know when this is coming up, but yeah. So like this is, we're recording this like four five days, days after prior, we were supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Four or five and days And Grossi's still sick. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's going to call in. So I think people will agree, you know, if you, if you aren't aware of, of who Stereo City are. Were. Were, are, <laughs> were. I think, yeah, I think you'll, uh, yeah, I, I think you'll agree. Grossi's a cool guy. Um, for sure, but he's yeah. I, I think he and I will, will hit it off. I'm excited for that. I could have definitely seen him doing something like that. You guys had some great points that you would bring up over the years of like just stupidity that would happen in like the scene here. That was some of my favorite, like the most memorable stuff that I would remember you guys talking about was around that sort of thing. And I was telling you guys off like pod before how like uh, like Frosinone came to play Von Azzurri <laughs> in like a friendly in August or July one day, you know, uh, like six years ago, and you had to buy the tickets at a bakery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. and and you, I might have been, it might have been Mark, it might, it was, it might Kuban, have been Kubani was, it might have been Donofrio yeah. who was who was ranting about how you, uh, you got to go to Nino Diversi to speak to Joe and he's gonna he's gonna hook you up with tickets and Grassi being from Frosinone and being a massive Frosinone fan, I mean, he was and, the only guy I know that got tickets to that game because yeah. I'm pretty sure he went with like. Maybe. No, but he got them through like his like social club. Yeah, like that's whatever. Right. He's like, yeah. yeah, I had to go. Like I had to go to my dad Bro, to talk to the guy anything. from these the social. The forget about being social ex- club. forget about being exclusive. These things should have been free. Like yeah. just a, a showcase. Yeah, nah, brothers, money to make, bro. Dude, it's it's yeah. that's the fucking that's the way. No, 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 no. That's the way. That's the dude. I love. I yeah. It's a very. It's a very. Um, well, like, like, like it's the a very example Ita- you brought up, right? It's like a very with, Italian mentality. What's up? What's with up? the example you brought up, even too, when you're talking off the pot about this Italian rapper who's coming, who's being sponsored by a, a company who imports stuff from Italy. So, you, so right? here's a, so here's a, yeah. So Capo Plaza and Rondo da Sosa at the time of recording are coming to Montreal in a couple days. They're coming to Toronto the day before. It's a big thing. Um, you know, it's a welcome change from having like Gigi D'Alessio and like Massimo Ranieri coming to sing for you know people at in, in, you know at a at a wedding hall. It's a little bit it'd be a different vibe. So. 
Yeah, but but it's being put on by and I spoke to the guy who organized it. I mean, you know, chapeau to him for for somehow getting the contacts and making it happen. But it's being run by a guy who owns like a food store in Laval. It's like a food store in Laval. It's like it's you know, imagine there's like a food importer and like Osteria in like Vaughn. Imagine like, like, cheese, yeah. probably. <laughs> that's that's like the, that's the equivalent. equivalent. Yeah. You know, like they're 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 the ones who announced it. And so if you want to if you want to have anything to do with them, you gotta pay. Listen, you want that information? I'm not at liberty to tell you. But you know, like there's a, there's a bit of that. Hey, listen, like, what are you able to do for me? I could listen. I can. Plaza's coming. What can I? You know, if you want him to make an appearance, pay up. Like that's you know, it's baked into people. Yeah, it's not a real surprise. Rosinone are coming. I'm gonna. You know, we're gonna. Okay, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. Dude, making money off the community is not an old. Is sorry, it's not a new idea. It's not a new idea. You know, so they would go around and collect pizza from, you know, your own community. There would be one guy who would go around and menacingly just say, hey, listen, if you want to be protected, you got to pay me right now. You'd extort your own community. Like Don Fanucci in The Godfather Part 2. He was walking around terrorizing other Italians. That was the whole thing. Vito didn't understand it. He's like, well, if he's Italian, why does he, you know, why does he only make money from Italians? Because they're the only people stupid enough, you know, for him to make money off of. He's not going to go make money off the Ukrainians or the Russians or, or the Jews or... No, he's going to, he's going to just... You know, terrorize his own little community. You think a guy who owns a bakery in Woodbridge is gonna go like uh, create some like m- you know some some continental like uh, you know uh, uh, event and and do like proper promo? No, he's gonna say, listen, there's people that come to the fucking bakery, and we're gonna make money off of those people. We're gonna make it work in this little network. We're gonna throw the ad on Chin Radio a couple times a week. Frozen on is coming. Yeah, they're playing Vanazuri. Buy the tickets at Nino de Versa. Here's Joe's number. Call him. Maybe he gives you VIP. Maybe meet a couple players before. I did a show. We'll see. Yeah, I did a show uh, two days ago in Hamilton, Ontario. It was um, a competition called The Next Italian Comic, and I did not pass. I did not pass. I had a good set, and it's going to be filmed, and some good things are probably going to come from it, from what I understand. It was actually a very good thing that I did, but, I mean, it was a crowd. We got Kubani. We got Kubani. It was a crowd vote. So people had their cousins and shit coming in, and whatever. It is what it is. Had I had I passed, I think my set would have aired on... Uh, Festival Italiano with Johnny Lombardi. I don't know what that is. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but yeah, Johnny Lombardi. Yeah. Yeah. You know who that is? Yeah, we know who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Popular, popular guy. In the oh, community. he's a popular guy in There's the community. There's still like a program. There's a program, on, I think, every uh, Sunday. City TV. Every Sunday. Yeah, he's, Johnny Lombardi. He sounded like a fucking cartoon character. Yeah. yeah. Well, My he's was, still stuck in, I think, probably like he's mentally still stuck in like the 70s, 80s. Dude, you did, you did not want to air my set on that show. That's the thing. So, I, I mean, I was told no sexual content and keep it clean, no swearing, and I respected that. But like, listen, I didn't pass because a lot of people had their families come. So people, people's families voted them through. But it was, it was a good set. I still like it. It was, I was in the pocket. It was, it was good. Like, I don't have film of it now, but I, I can send it to you guys if you want. When I get it, I'm supposed to get it soon. Whatever. You'll see. I would like for you guys to see it. I won't like reveal all the intimate details of the set. But like, there was some stuff in there that was not for the grandmothers and the aunts and uncles that were there. And I don't know if it's for Johnny Lombardi's audience either. You know what I mean? That's why, like, I'm not really sure I'm gonna do this whole Italian comedy thing. I don't know if it's really. I don't know if it's really for me. But, I think it's. But I respect people to do it and make money with it. But yeah, like in Hamilton of all places too. Like why? Well, I came out and I made fun of the hammer. That's the first thing I did. Yeah, fair. I yeah. Yeah, I made fun of Hamilton. You yeah. have to. I think you have to. When you're you know, there. I, I, whatever. I don't. I don't know. We got some laughs. I don't know if it was people from Toronto that were coming. I was like the only guy from Montreal there. Everyone else was from around Toronto. So so whatever. You know, people brought their family and shit. No, I lost. Uh, I lost out to a guy who brought an accordion on stage. Oh fuck. <laughs> Well, that's the well. Okay, Johnny that's Lombardi. All I need to know. Johnny Lombardi. Yeah, that's perfect for Johnny. You know? Lombardi. Yeah. So, do we have? Uh... We found the next Italian comic. 
Yeah, who's yeah. that? Is that we cool? had Kubani if you heard the dogs barking in oh, the background exactly. and then and then he cut out. So he, he let the dogs out. Yeah. I, uh, maybe hey. that's why. I feel like we I finally feel, figured after all yeah. the, after twenty five years we found out who let the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> nah bro. So so yeah, I lost to a guy with an accordion. Um that's pretty brutal. And yeah. there, was, there was another guy who came, who came out with uh with a rosary. He looked like Mike the situation Sorrentino. Yeah, and, yeah. And From brass Jersey Shore. And brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a cartoon character. He wore sunglasses on stage. He was, and to be fair, he was electric. Like, listen, kudos. If you if you get laughs, you get laughs. He wasn't doing stand up, but if you get laughs, you get laughs. It was like a one man show. You just there, like like doing like theater almost. So kind of like a skit thing. Like we were supposed to do like up to ten minutes max, and he was up there for twenty five minutes. Nobody said shit to him. Oh. It was like, what, but it, but it's like, what did what Giuseppe a, the MC do? He didn't do nothing. He said, hey buddy, you gotta get up. What no, you, like he stole the show. What are you gonna do? Like, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of listen. It's an Italian comedy show. You gotta go up there and you gotta. Listen, no one's giving you the light saying get off. We're, yeah. we're not running a tight schedule. Like no yeah. one else is gonna fucking go to that theater after. I think it was reserved for the day. You know, it's not like we're paid by the hour. Get the fuck off. You're gonna get fined. You know, nah. He's, he ran with it. I could, you know, kudos. I didn't think to, I did. You know, I was professional. I went up there. I did my, I did my act. You know, I said stuff that people didn't like, and it was gr- glorious. You know, and it, you know, people are laughing even though they don't want to, which is where I want them. You know, I'm torturing some older people that are in the audience. It was beautiful. You know, but I, but I did my thing. I, I could have, you know, if I wanted to, I could have just said, you know what, I'm going to go against my instinct here, and I'm going to go longer. It's a risk. It doesn't work. You know, they say get the fuck off. You're out. Or you know, you steal the show. Whatever. Well, maybe Sunglasses too. On. Like you came from doing stand-up shows at actual clubs so you yeah. maybe maybe you gave the show too much respect maybe that's the problem because <laughs> you're used to coming from yeah. be like an, a proper actual establishment comedy, yeah. like i remember listening to your podcast with uh with the guy who runs the stand chris yeah. in uh in new york right. which i have a funny story about the stand well <laughs> okay. it's not it's okay. not really it's just unfortunate okay but uh but yeah like when you come from a from a the world where, like you said, you keep it tight. We got deadlines. We we got to flip the room after because usually there's like a 7.30 show and then maybe you got like a 10 o'clock show after that or something. Just following orders. Yeah, yeah exactly. Doing stand-up, you know? Like, and, then, and then you go into that thing giving it like a level of respect that maybe it probably didn't deserve. Well, it maybe, but but I also, well, there was a little bit of like, in, I did stick my nose up a little bit to the audience where I was like, I don't care. I'm not lowering the material to what it is they want to hear. I'm going to do the stuff that I think is for my audience, you know, which, which, which will, you know, make them squirm a little. And I did. So, you know, I, you know, did I take it that seriously? I don't know. Like, you know, if I took it that seriously to the point that it was like, listen, if it's, if it's chill sun and rules, MMA, you know, if you win, you win. You know what I mean? If one guy, you know, uh, if you lose the fight, but the other guy gets DQ'd because he broke a USADA rule and you're now the champion, you raise that belt over your head and you tell the audience to go get stuff. You don't apologize for it. You know, maybe I could have just followed the rules a little bit more of, uh, of Italian comedy. Maybe I could have gone out with my... I play the mandolin. I should have brought the mandolin. I could have brought the mandolin. Soft bell. It's okay. It's all right. Never was- heard a live mandolin. But I'm down to They, ex- they exist. I think, yeah. speaking, of, speaking of a human mandolin... I think we got uh, Kubani on the line. Is Kubani on the line now? I think so. Does he know is who Johnny Lombardi is? Is is that the? Legend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he said, but I just heard. Is Kuba, that the legend? Is that the legend? Donofrio, what's up, man? It's nice to meet you. Yeah, yes, bro, yeah, we, yeah, we hear you, sir. How are you, man? Thank you for uh, thank I, you for doing this, man. It's it's great to meet you. I've been listening to you. I I listen. I used to listen to you guys when you were on air for a very long time, since I was a child, a literal minor. My formative years were formed by uh, my my formative years were populated by uh, Kubani and Grossi yelling in my ears with Lopopolo just trying to bring it back to bring it back to base and uh, be professional. I I am 
both honored and and that is absolutely incredible and uh, it's cool to hear. I mean, I do apologize that you've had to spend the last little while with both uh, Gizmo and Intern. I mean, that that could be a little interesting uh, interaction, but thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm I'm excited. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Cannoli. Plural. Plural. Cannoli. Plural. Yeah. He's one dog. Well, there's no. <laughs> it, it, is there a Canolo? Well, well, I don't. You I don't. You, the dog. You hear him barking. You, in the you, you tell me. I don't know what kind of dog is he. <laughs> well, like, is there a like? Is there a singular Canoli? Yeah, Canolo. On plural. Form? Yeah, yeah, Canolo. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think the dog has he something to say the dogs, about that. Yeah. Pissed off I mean, Canola sounds like a Venezuelan baseball player. <laughs> yeah. You know? So Can- Canola. Canola sounds a little more. Uh, but we are I was joking around. It's just, uh, you know, you being a Napoli fan, Kubani, like uh, Diego wasn't in the running for uh, the dog's name. Well, his full name, in all honesty, is oh, on his on his birth certificate, Armando Maradona Donofrio. Okay, okay. And he is actually born on Diego Armando Maradona's birthday, October thirtieth. There you go. See, there you go. That's a fact. People drive me nuts when they say the dog's full name is. There's this. I have this neighbor. This horrible lady has a has a Shih Tzu named uh, Chewy. She goes, "Well, but it's really Chewbacca." What are you talking? (laughs) about? The the dog don't respond to Chewbacca. Harrison Ford. It's Chewy. It's Chewy. What do you? Where did you register the? Does the vet have him down as Cannoli Armando Maradona D'Onofrio, Cuba? Actually, the I, I can't even tell you what the vet has him down is. What his official real name on his like fucking dog certificate is? No, here's I what happened. Maradona died. Maradona died, and you said I feel bad. I didn't name my I named my dog after a fucking sweet instead of naming him after a guy who's supposed to be a god. And I retroactively changed his name. That's what you did. No, here's the thing. Because of his breed and his litter and all this other crap, I actually had to start his name legally with an E. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I've never heard of Yeah. What are you, like a radio station? This is CNFFFY. <laughs> like. No, because that, no lie. It's, the, it's like the litter that he came from, from the breeder. So it had to start with an E because that was his litter. So... So you Honestly, settled on cannoli. No, I, I can't even tell you officially what his name is. It's like Eugene it's or something. <laughs> Eugenio oh, Cannoli no, Donofrio. I, I won't say it. I will not if I, I Ern, Ernest, yeah. I, I can't. I won't. Oh, okay, I get it. You gotta you gotta keep living your dog's or or your own delusion for the dog. Oh, so you no. actually know what the name is, but you're refusing to share exactly, it. Exactly yeah, yeah, exactly. You really want to know this? Mark, Marco, Marco, what is it? No, 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 no. It's okay. We don't need to know it. We just need to know you're crazy that way. Prince, Prince, <laughs> Prince. Do you want to know what it is? You know what? I, you know. Do you know what it is? I don't. So I don't know what. I don't know what guess, it is. If you can, I'll give you each one can, guess. Can you give us a hint? Well, it starts with an E. Okay. Well, it starts with an E. Yes, and the E is used in an unconventional way. Is it sort a proper name, or is it like uh, like cannoli? For example, is the name you pick for your dog, but that's not like a, you know, cannoli, that's that's a that's a pet name. It, it, might it be a human in, name? No, no, no. Cannoli's in the name. Hmm. So it's okay. My guess is it's cannoli with a silent e. You just put an e at the front of his name. <laughs> I don't think that that's how that works. <laughs> well, I don't know. You said cannoli's in the name. How else? How else? I don't know. I don't know. You're but confusing me with that last that last little tidbit. It's, it's actually I 
E Y E Cannoli love you. I cannoli love you. Oh, okay. I guess. I mean, that's his that's name. That's the first time that's I've ever his, heard that. That's his technically his legal name. Yes. Wow. Spit his like chip and all that shit. Hmm. The more you know about the legalization of your what pet. breed is your dog? <laughs> so my dog, the breed is a Havanese, but it has less to do with the breed and more to do with the actual litter that he came from from the breeder. Why is it is it like a because link back to Che Guevara and so Cuba? No. And, okay. and, and like, something I didn't want to get in, I didn't want to get into the weeds here, but originally no, we're getting into the mud. What okay. the hell's going on? By the way, okay. you say you have a Havanese. It sounds like you have a freaking Rottweiler in your back, yelling, <laughs> 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 parking in the back. What the hell's going on? What the hell's going on in your apartment, in um, your place, in your house? In, in all honesty, he is was supposed to be a show dog, but the issue became, and it wasn't. Uh, the issue was that he had an underbite, so his teeth shifted. So once you have a an underbite, you are disqualified as a show dog. So he was supposed to be sold to somebody else, and the person didn't want him anymore because his teeth shifted. It's undignified. Yes. So I was like, "Fuck it, this dog is cool. I'm taking him." So you fo- you you foster you fostered him. Exactly. Fostered an underbite dog. He's a little misunderstood, and you didn't name him Marado. You didn't name him Diego. A, do- a misunderstood it, misfit dog. You had an opportunity to name him Diego, and you did. <laughs> Listen. So he looks a little. So he always looks like he's pissed. He always looks. He, he looks like he. <laughs> so he's always looking at you like, "Hey, what do you want from me?" He looks like Polly Walnuts, you know, like like with the undernut. He's like a Polly Walnut dog. Oh, That's God. awesome. He, God bless. His birthday is actually on Maradona's birthday. That's, that's cool, fact. though. That's so, cool. Dude, that's it's, cool. It's a sign. All right, that's cool. That's very cool, man. Uh, fuck. I. I. So. Th- thanks for calling in, bro. So, um, I mean, you're born. You were born in eighty. Boys are telling me you're thirty six, thirty seven years old. What are you born? Eighty eight. Easy no, there. No, I said thirty five. Thirty I'm sorry. Okay. Easy there. Bozy's thirty seven. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to gauge whether you've seen Napoli win a title as a as a sentient human. I've I've been alive, but no, I've never experienced that. So where's your head at? I um. Kuva, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you no, no, it's okay. We'll let him gather his thoughts. Where's your head at? We're we're not going there yet because I. I'm one of those people who refuses to acknowledge oh, until really? oh it's come official. on no we can, listen because Gizmo here's 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 a reality. Is say Juve does get their points back, then all of a sudden it's just twelve points, right? I mean, it's unreal. Yeah, but just twelve but points with like ten games left. Eight, Gizmo. Eight. Is it eight? Listen, being a no, he said fan is harder than being a Bills fan. It's harder than being a Leafs fan. It is the most difficult thing on the planet. So I don't care until. I see a trophy, even after it's mathematically clinched, I still don't believe it until I see a trophy. Yeah, you have I'm trust actually, issues. You're wait you're wait you're waiting for like the Fiji Chi over the top to come in and somehow award it to Juve. Because you guys have a complex where you think, yeah, you know, Juve Juve's rigging everything. You think that it's still somehow rigged in the balance for Juve, don't you? Listen, the fact that there's another scandal going on, we talk. Listen, man, you're not wrong. You, we've seen it before. We've seen them come over the top and say, smite, I'm going to smite you because I decided to. If they reinstate the points with Juve, they could do that with Napoli too. They could smite you for whatever the hell happened with the Aussie men thing. 
I don't know that it will. I mean, I think it was well. I think it was flawlessly executed. The the Aussie man uh, transfer, but but you know there have been there have been rumblings for some time that something might have been amiss. All you got to do oh, is it's, look. It's like it's like the and I got into a, and I got to be careful here because I got into a I got into an argument with a Jamaican man about this subject three days ago. But it's like the Trump indictment. He got arrested today. Yeah, he probably did something wrong, but it's also kind of insane to go after him. Like 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 it's like it was it was like an election. Not to go political here, but like it was it was like an election technicality that they're getting him on. They're getting him because they're trying to, right? And they're doing what they gotta do. They you know, basically if you all you gotta do is look. You 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 elect to whether you know you wanna uh, go after someone or not. Like if someone wants to go after Napoli and say open up the books, I mean maybe something could happen, but that's realistically not gonna happen here. You know that, right? It's listen, yours. Just celebrate. Listen, listen it, the Ozzyman deal was definitely sketchy. No one's denying that. Oh, it's flawless. But, it was flawlessly done. But Chapeau. there's a there's a huge difference between an Ozzyman deal and the deals that you know the complex circulation of deals that was going on for multiple years with Juventus. I mean, it's it's a completely different story, but we're not talking about No, that, right? my, my the concern is like whether or not just uh, the they're going to look at it. That's what I'm that's what I'm asking here, right? Like it's I don't think it's going to happen. There are no real rumblings about it happening now any more than you know, we, we've heard in recent months. The, here, the but. difference is here the case is closed, right? The only reason the case was reopened with the Juventus situation was because of the other hidden salary, right? Otherwise, the whole capital gains case was done as well, right? So the only reason that evidence came out was because of what was going on with the hidden salaries. And once that case was open and more right. evidence came out, right, that's right, when right. they were able to go after Juve. The difference with Juve also is because they're a publicly traded company, they're so much more susceptible to government audits and, you know, they're going to be looked after and right. scrutinized. That, well, that, that is what happened here, right, exactly. You know what I mean? Right, that's, right, right. That's right, the right, difference, right? right? I mean, right. obviously, ADL, who knows what the hell that man's doing because, listen, you do not become the man that he is in a city like Naples without doing some really shady shit over your life. But that's another story in another podcast. So, um... You don't think it's wrapped. That's what we're, that's what we're getting to. Like you just refuse to acknowledge it. You're not. You're you're doing the opposite of what like every. You're do, you're doing you're doing the reverse Trump. You know when Trump was like, I'm not acknowledging the results of the election, which which he clearly lost, and he's like, Nah, I I think I won. You're like, you clearly won, and you just won't acknowledge it. Listen, do I have a potential trip booked to Naples for the weekend of June second? And will I be staying there until June 14th, potentially until after a Champions League final? Yes. That's two weeks in Naples, just coincidentally during a very interesting time. Is it cancelable? I, 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 I refuse to talk about that. <laughs> Is it cancelable? It. I will not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got him on the ropes. Well, I mean, listen, at the time of recording, I don't know when this is coming out, but I mean, yeah, you guys just got killed by, by Milan for nothing yesterday or two days ago, right? Like, I, I get it, you know? Hey. It could it could all fall apart if you get their points back, but... Okay, can we talk come on. about this game for a sec, though? In, in all honesty. Yeah, we could. Was, I don't know when this is coming out, but sure. I mean, we, we could talk about it. It was it, you know, the, the one Napoli, real stinker you had all year. No, Napoli was run off the pitch. It was bad. But in my head, I'm also, and maybe this is optimism, and I'd like to get your perspectives as non-Napoli supporters. Could this have been them playing possum? Because in reality... I thought about that, yeah. Like, if I'm Napoli, in all honesty, I'm I'm giving Milan all the confidence in the world. I'm not revealing anything, like, off of set pieces or certain tactics or how I'm going to respond. I'm going to let them play their best game, see what they're going to bring. 
And that's what I'm countering in the Champions League. Maybe that's me being optimistic, but I'm curious to get your thoughts. Yeah. Spalletti is a guy who will play like four-dimensional chess. He's, he's, he's a big mind game guy. And if you could throw any game away, like this is kind of the one to throw away, knowing that, like you said, Kuba, you could probably give them a false sense of hope, let them show their hand a little bit, and then... It's back to business when the Champions League comes and, on. And you got to play them three times, right? It's hard to beat a team three times. Like even, you know, I know, like, again, I don't want to date this podcast and stuff, but even Juve Inter today, Juve beat Inter a couple weeks ago. They got to play Inter, you know, they played Inter today. They're going to play Inter in the next leg. Like, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. You're bound to lose one of them. So in your aspect, hey, we'll see. I guess time will only tell if, uh, if they made the right move. Do I think they're playing possum? Um... Hmm. You know, I hadn't considered that. I hadn't considered that at all. And, um, you know, I think it's really what it's what you bringing that up. Actually, you broaching that subject is enabling me to realize the absolute psychosis with which we're dealing with the guy on the we're on the phone with a madman right now, guys. <laughs> we're on the phone with a madman. I, I see where your brain. No, Marco, I'm not I'm not making fun of you. I see why your brain would go there because I've been there, too. It's kind of like when you do, like when you when you pay too much attention to something and you overthink it, everything, all of a sudden everything is on the table. I think you guys just got killed. I think you know, uh, whatever. We'll see, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, it means nothing. The the grand scheme of things with the Champions League. I mean, you guys did well. Didn't you guys beat Napoli? In, sorry, didn't you guys beat Milan in the first game of the season that you played against them? Right. You know, whatever. It's a one game. It's a one off. Who gives a shit? But no, playing possum. Do you guys really think Spalletti wouldn't? I mean, I don't know. It's How do you even do that? Listen, How do you even do that, though? Listen, and I've seen this analogy going on Twitter. I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm definitely stealing it from somebody, but it's the truth. It's like, if you go play pool with a shark, they're going to let you win the first couple of games. They're going to let you feel comfortable. You think they slow-rolled them? Yeah, potentially. I hope so. So what we're doing here. Know. yeah. So I, I'm hoping. I'm optimistic. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be a little bit nervous. You guys remember when Silvio Dante uh, got slow rolled by that guy who was in debt to Tony, who had the sports store in the Sopranos, and he lost his mind. You're saying like that's that's Milan right now. They think they're winning. They're cocky, and you know, in about in about three four weeks, they're going to be yelling about the uh, yelling about the charcuterie board under the table. Well, if I'm in all honesty, if I'm Spalletti, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm like you know, you see them run you at the Maradona, embarrass you. In your stadium, and then not to mention the ultras and what's going on there, because that's a whole a whole other another load of shit. But we we'll, we won't get to there either. Well, there's a lot of stuff that you're like that you're just you're teasing, but you're like, oh, let's not go there. What do we got to do? Let you you could go there. I mean, I know we're do you we're want to talk. I mean, listen, you are running this show. I, yeah, I let, let, let's go. Know. Let's go there because I think because I think you, you need to. Marco, I lo- listen. I've been listening to you for a very long time. I-, I was a little hurt a few weeks ago when you uh, you thought I was a little bit off my rocker for saying that uh, for saying that Juve shouldn't be punished for uh, that which was happening a few weeks ago. I mean, we had a little interaction on Twitter. You thought I sounded like a little bit of a fool. That hurt me a little bit. But I think listen, I- <laughs> but wait, wait, look, I- I'm really happy you're doing this, man. But I think you need to redeem yourself a little bit here because I think people are like, okay, this guy's like like you were talking about how it's very tough for Napoli fans to support Napoli and how you know you guys might um, have it. I don't know. You, listen, you had a rough go of it. You've never seen them win a title. I understand, you know, 
um, that it's, you know, it's so close now. Have you booked a trip? We don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I get that you're like losing your mind a little bit here. People think that you're, you, you're, you're losing it a little bit here. I think you, you, for the first who, thing, who are these people? I think anyone listening is like, okay, this guy's nuts. He thinks they're playing possum. But who's listening? Who's listening? That's a good question. Uh, 104, 114 <laughs> subscribers on YouTube. That's who. Not a lot of people. But look, so, so, no, you gotta, we gotta, we gotta broach another subject over here. Let's, let's talk about something else. Let, let, let's, what are you talking about? What's going on with the ultras in Naples? You're teasing us. So, you're, you're, you're so, giving, you're giving us just the tip here. Go all in. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. I've been, I've been drinking Bacardi all night, and we just, you know, and and Bacardi. Oh, you're not, you're not playing around. No, I haven't been. It's just an experience. It's, you know, like a, <laughs> it's actually Montenegro is the drink of choice yeah. tonight. So, well, I, you shout know, like to, I'm, shout out to Sam for bringing it. I'm, we had I'm, a nice little, uh, I'm ready. Shout out. No, I'm, I'm ready to roll. It's like we, we, we've been drinking all right. I'm loosey goosey, and you're fucking teasing me now, just giving me the tip. No, just go so, all in. You, you have, you have consent. Let's go. Do you guys have some sort of background on this though? You you do. I saw right. the video of the um, there was like a, a tussle going on in in the curva. So you see like all these guys from one end kind of go down the stairs, and then I don't know in the stands you just see a bunch of black like hoodies basically like pushing and shoving each other, and it was something to do with like basically. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like protesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the Corvas are protesting the the high ticket prices for the Champions League quarterfinals, so they're really pissed because the lowest ticket price is ninety euros. Listen, I ninety euros is not cheap. I'm not, and I know people are very passionate about the subject. You know, thinking ADL is nuts, but listen, you're talking about a Champions League quarterfinal, but that's another story. So what's happening is these. The Curvas, who have never really liked De Laurentiis, they don't get along with him. They never have. In him. So basically, it was very similar similar to the situation where we saw with Inter not too long ago, where Ultras were pissed and they basically made everybody leave the Curva and people didn't want to leave. And so it got ugly and that's kind of what we saw there. So it's... It, it, it's really just an ugly situation because it's like, listen, this is not the season. I don't care what you're thinking. This is not the time to be doing this, right? So that stadium on Sunday felt more like a Milan home game than a Napoli home game. Um, the There was no Corva songs, chants, nothing like that. The only songs and chants you heard were from the Milan fans. So that's where that situation is, and that's where Spalletti took it out after the game because he was pissed. So th these supposed supporters, these so-called diehard Napoli fans, are now punishing the team during the most important time, the most important month, in all honesty, probably, of this team's history. Like, let's be honest. You're talking about a Champions League quarterfinals and potentially a Scudetto clinching month. You're right. That was a deep dive. That was a bit, you did go. Listen, first of all, I'd like to say, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you going so deep because you, you've, I think it's good. You've re-ingratiated yourself to the 114 subscribers that are listening. It's very good. We, we've determined that you're, um, you're, you're, you're cogent. You're, you're all there. You have, you raised some good points. Okay. So it's not only conspiracies and such with, with Kubani. He, he's able to, he's able to be relatively objective. That's, that's good. I'm impressed. We're all smiling in the studio. We're like, okay, that, that was, that was good. That was very well done. I'll say this. You know what I find is really funny, Marco? That um, and boys chime in here. I don't know if you guys have noticed this too. You guys have been in Italy, right? You guys, have, you guys ever watch a game in Italy? Yes, yeah. both of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, the same people that are complaining about ticket prices right now, the Napoletani that are fucking complaining about ticket prices. You have you seen how these guys live? Yeah. 
Have you seen how these guys live? Not in Napoli specifically, but I have a good idea. All they do is complain about the fucking price of shit. And all they do is buy the expensive shit. It's all they do. It's all they do. I mean, fucking bread costs this much. I don't know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Scoff. Open the Chanel purse. <laughs> start start fumbling through bills. You know? It's like, where are your priorities at? I don't know, man. It's a fucking Champions League game. What do you expect? I mean, you, know I mean? you could even go deeper on like a socioeconomic level. Just like how they structure their lives in terms of like compare it directly to North America where we're always like I don't know they look at us as a, as this um, culture that's like always hyper uh, industrial or like always working and then you people go to like Europe and they think all oh, these people have it like so good and maybe they work for like two hours a day now I know that's a very like generalization of a group of people that probably isn't right to make but you get what I'm trying to say here is that yeah look you're gonna complain about the fucking price of bread but what are you doing to make your life better you're living in the same house that like four generations of your whole family has like what are you doing man yes it's it's called supply and demand all right when does Napoli go to a quarter final these people have money these people have money you know why because you're talking you're talking about them living in the same house for a long time that's that's a choice they make you know the House, houses are paid for, you know. There's not as much of a culture. I mean, you guys live in Toronto. It's fucking expensive as shit here. You guys all want to move out. We were talking about that before. Marco, you're married now, right? You moved out a few years ago. It's fucking tough, you know? It, it, it's a little... There's a little less shame with, like, living with family over there. And, yeah, that's and, true. And, and, and get, yeah. having them help you out and stuff. They have money. I think they have less income overall, but I think they have, like... The, the standard of living is not lower. It's odd. Like, it's, like, harder for young people now. So, so you'll see them complain about shit like this. But they, they have... They you have, have had spending, conversations with money. young people in Italy, though. Like, I, I remember, I think it was in your Giro d'Italia podcast, which, or that episode, which is probably one of my favorite that you've ever done, by the way. Thank you, sir. Um, but I, I think you mentioned that, like, your girlfriend and you had a conversation with, like, a younger uh, couple uh, somewhere in Italy. Like, what do they think is going on, like, socioeconomically in Italy right now? And, like, why is it tougher for them? Why is if it that's it, it, if that's what you spoke about, I mean, according to them, it's I don't know. They, they just it's it's easy to. The, I feel like I think Kubani wanted to chime in with something there. I think he wanted to touch on some of the points we brought up, which we could let him do in a sec. Hang on, there, buddy, on the no, phone. I know it's it. a little tough. We got no facial. Uh, you know, we got we got no. Uh, we got no face to face. Like we can't nod to each other over here. You know, I, I I get it's a little it's a little tough, but stay with me. Just answer your question, because I think, bro. I, those kids were 17 years old. Just okay. just for a second. They were like 16 or 17 years old. We thought they were like 23. It, it's just a way of being over there. Like every, everyone just kind of complains because it's the way it is. Like they complain because their parents complain and it's very vague. I don't know that they have any specific solutions to any of the woes going on there. I think they just they just like to point stuff out and they'll usually just talk about education, failure of education and failure of government. Those those are like the two big things. You know, and, and you know, has the government been in bed with some with some nefarious actors over the years? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know that they're that that they're that, you know, off the rocker for thinking that. But um, it's like, yeah, it, what are you what are you doing complaining about that? You don't want to live in Toronto. Most of you. I, a lot of them think they do. America, Toronto, Toronto, Canada. You don't want to live here. You don't. It's a very different way of life. You know, fucking I'm, I'm coming over here. I'm losing my mind. I'm driving around. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going. I'm fucking driving on service roads that lead, lead to more service roads. I feel like I'm like in the Hadza, the Hadza tribe in fucking Tanzania hunting baboons. I feel like I'm out of my, uh, you know, I feel like I'm way out of my depth. You know, imagine being like, imagine coming from, I was in Florence at the time. You don't want to come from Florence and live in Toronto. It's, it's not, you know, it's a very different way of living. Very different way of living. So so I think they, they um, you know, they like us just complain about the shit that we experience and uh, they're, 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 there's, there's um, you know, there's, there's 
positives there's pros and cons to most um, most places that you could opt to live in so Cuba you were gonna go uh jump in go, here go deep well, i was just gonna talk about ticket prices but i mean you guys are busting out like the socioeconomic status of like tanzania in 2002 <laughs> you know what i mean but let's um my only thing is i don't mind fans complaining about ticket prices being too expensive but then you can't expect this team to be playing in the champions league quarterfinals you know if you want them to do well i'm sorry you got to pay for it Otherwise, if they're playing in Serie Chi, then that, I'm sorry, that's what you get for 20 euros and a Panino. And that's the reality of things. So you can't have it both ways. Yeah, man. I I think that's that's it, really. You know, I I think what it is is you know we have a we have a small club like Napoli who aren't used to big events like this, and uh, you know I think they got to get used to it. They're not there yet. Sam, who do you support? I'm a Juve fan. Ah, of course. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying, and and just I'm, out of curiosity. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking your balls. I, I don't know, bro. I'm it's, just it's, hey, curiosity. No, you're outnumbered four to one right now. Yeah, that's that's okay. Where does your family hail from? Not that it matters. Um, south of France, Turin, um, <laughs> right along the River Po. We go back a long time. Aosta Valley, south of Switzerland. We're refined. Fancy? <laughs> nah, bro. My dad's my, my dad's from Cosenza, bro. <laughs> I fucking turn my back on my people. So, if I could do it over, no, it's the wrong thing. It was is listen. It was, no, what, what do you want from me? I like Alex Del Piero. I was fucking nine years old. He scored I, against I, Germany. Listen, what do you want from me? It's not I, I my guess. fault. I'm but not 25 years. Ever? I'm 25 years old. Okay, I'm even probably supporting Napoli. It's the team of the South. What do you want from me? <laughs> it's too late. I got a tattoo. I'm grandfathered in. I love him. I, it is what it is. It's okay. I, I, I'm an Agnelli diehard, I, you know, to, to the end. Gianni Agnelli, you know, like he, he'll he be what he he is what I can never be. I'm a southern mutt, and he was a beautiful northern Italian industrialist. And I look up to that, and I say, if only. I can never be him. What, what do you want? We're going deep. Hey. Psychoanalyzing myself here. Hey, as long as you know the history, then, then I am happy. It's kind of funny because he's cutting out there. <laughs> you cut out there, Google's all you heard is as long as you know the history, and then it just went like and then uh, and and I'm happy, which and is I, I mean I mean which is true though. It's like if you if you can learn about whatever club that you choose to support and you stay with it and you 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 watch it create its own history, then yeah, that makes you a part of it. And I remember Sam you, on your on one of your pods with the other comedians. I think his name was Andy. Yeah, yeah, and you were you were telling him like. Okay, could you imagine growing up like, or just you turn on the TV on a Sunday night? Yeah, Cosenza, Reggio, those guys are not playing on the on on TV. They don't get the prime time. I know, you know, Cosenza were in City of Chi. I didn't want to watch City of Chi when I was eight years old. It's too bad, you know. Now I'm 25. I'm refined, and they're like fucking staving off relegation from City of B. And I'm really, you know, I'm I'm over the moon. I'm happier watching them than I am watching you at the moment. It is what it is, you know. What, what are you gonna do, Marco? Let's be honest. You feel really good. Sorry, I'm, I'm calling him Marco. I'm referring to Kubani. Kubani, on the phone. You're really happy that you support Napoli. Oh, You're really proud about like having supported the, like the, the, you know, the, the, the downtrodden team, right? Like it does feel good. Like it's, it's kind of cool to say, you know what, I could have taken the easy route, but you know, I've, I've put myself through hell instead. There's got to be some, a little bit of pride with that, right? Where's your family from? Oh, for sure. Like it's, it's definitely cool because I'll be honest, this. This season, and it's not over yet, but this season doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it, 
nothing makes sense. This wasn't a team that was supposed to win anything. That had zero hope. This was the, the season of all seasons where all expectations were gone. You know, people were protesting uh, all the departures. You know, you lost Koulibaly in August. You know, this this was a season that was supposed to be an absolute disaster. You got Sunday League shirts printed in-house. You know, and what's cool, in all honesty, is that this poor city from the South, in reality, this is a poor city from the South that is constantly mocked and made fun of by the rest of Italy, is about to celebrate the most important thing that they have ever won since, you know, Diego Maradona. So I, I think that's cool. And honestly, that's why I have to be there. Like, Isn't that's it, one thing yeah. I'm like, this is an opportunity that I may, ne I will never get. The How, first time yeah. that they do this in another, in 30 years, you know, like, even if they do it again, it won't be like it is this year. Gizmo, keep that up. As you're saying, this Gizmo's bringing up. Like, isn't it great that, like, Lorenzo Insigne had to leave for this to happen? Like, like the poster boy of that city, the most Napolitan guy there ever was, is now doing drops with Drake. Gizmo's pulling up pictures of 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 uh, Lorenzo Insigne <laughs> modeling the OVO Toronto FC uh, fucking... Uh, what is that? Is that Allure a jacket? Magnifico. Velour jacket. It looks like it's Juicy Couture, circa 2003. Il Magnifico, it says on it. The Italian and Canadian flag. It looks like... I mean, dude, this looks like... Two years ago, this looks like it would have been designed by someone on Market Lane. <laughs> and now Lorenzo Insigne is actually wearing it. And it took him leaving for it to happen. Isn't that... Isn't it... I don't know. It's a real shame. Like, who's the... Who's the poster boy for this team? Because Maradona was it the last time. He was like the honorary citizen of the city. Was Chiro Ferrara on the team at the time? I was, think so. He was Neapolitan. There's not a single Neapolitan on the team, really. That's a little unfortunate, though, you know, that it had to happen without Insigne. It's too bad. It, now he's like festering in, uh, is it King? Is it, where, 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 does he, where does he live? Yorkville. Yorkville? Oh, Liberty Village. Liberty Village. Sure. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. In all honesty, and I... I I will I will not talk shit about Insigne because he was a loyal captain and all that. But in, in reality, and the, the truth is, would he have been happy being Cavada's sub this year? Because that's what he would have been. This team would not be doing what they were doing if Insigne was there instead of Cavada. And, and having rid themselves of legends, you know, club legends like Insigne, like Koulibaly... I'm not going to put Fabian Ruiz in that category, but he was left, you know, he was gone too. And these were I forgot that guy even existed. Yeah, I remember talking about, oh, bro, how are they going to do it? They got rid of Fabian Ruiz. Dude, yeah. I forget, forget, man. All the, yeah. With all the, all the players they lost, I remember everyone was like, dude, they're going to be really up against it. You know, and, and the thing is, in reality, I think what happened was you brought in fresh blood. I mean, a lot of these guys have, you know, the lineup is very similar in reality to the last couple of years. It's, you know, okay, you got Cavada in there, but the rest of the players, they've been around. Kim coming coming in for Koulibaly. But the rest of the lineup's similar. It's the difference is you rid yourself of all that, that history, of all that negative, all that so close. We've come so close that we, we just fall apart when it really matters. That That's gone. So the, you have a team that's a little bit more naive. That's a little bit more, they don't know that feeling of, we're we're gonna come close and then just not do it. Sure, like yeah. They don't have that. Yeah, it's almost you like know, they're gonna. It's like they're gonna. It's almost like they're gonna do it and then the team's just gonna get blown up. Probably, you know, a few elements of it might not be here next year, and you know, it is what it is. It'll have been like a nice blip in time, which in some way is also kind of you know. Listen, I don't mean to talk down to you. Like, like I think it's almost kind of nicer than 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 winning ten titles in a row. Like I wish we almost hadn't. 
I wish we almost had it. It's, it's a bit much. Ten in a row. I mean, uh, come on, ten. Nine, uh, like, like I stopped caring at a certain point. What a fucking nine, terrible place to be. Nine, to, same thing. Nine, and there's there's talk of it only being eight. Right. Well, I mean, when you win so many at a certain point, it's like you know, like each one stops. You know, nine, ten. You round up, you round down. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. You know. Anyway, I know, but I get, I get it, I get it, Marco. I do. Daniel Donato G is on the line. Grassi, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Can you guys hear me? Are you on a toaster? <laughs> No, I'm downstairs. <laughs> really chill. Chill, chill. Let's see if this works. <laughs> you in a toaster. How do you know what a to- being in a toaster sounds like? Uh, you know, it's... It's, it's a, an it's, expression when you come in sounding like that. Yeah, because, because, uh, because Marco, I'm, uh, you know, uh, in, in Turin, in, in the lovely city of Turin, they have uh, electricity. And uh, we, used, we, we used toasters. That's terrible. I, I love Naples. No, Naples is my favorite city, bro. <laughs> Probably no, in the world. It's not. It is. It is. Absolutely I've been on. Is not. I've been on Naples since. Watch your I've today. been on Naples, dude. I've loved Naples hey, Cuba, since before. First it was cool. of all, you're from Chivinata beside Napoli, so you chill. Oh. Uh, okay. C- continue. Okay. Before you start throwing things out at uh, people. But, but regardless, what does that have to do with the the beauty of Naples as a city? Nothing. I didn't say it was ugly. I just said it wasn't his favorite city. No, it is. I'm not lying to you. It is. It is, Grassi. It is. And it has been since I was 16 and went there for the first time. Since before it was cool. Since before it became well, a, 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 a... Since, since before shot. it became a live shrine to Diego Armando Maradona. Which is a little creepy. He's but. lying. I'm not lying. I see why you would think that I was condescending to Cuban, but that's not. I'm not lying. That's like honest, 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 honest to God, I'm, 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 I'm not being satirical. I'm done being uh, facetious. I was being facetious before. You're I get trying to defend Cuba, and he's yelling at me. <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Where are you right now? Are you in a cave in Matara? <laughs> I'm in my basement, so my son doesn't hear me because he's fucking snapping. Why is he snapping? Because I put him to sleep. What's the problem? If he's asleep, what's the issue? He doesn't want to sleep. Is that why it took you forever to get on the fucking line? That is why. I don't know why. I can hear a bad echo. Can we throw like a? Here. Can you throw a blanket over yourself or something? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> uh, Let me see if I can fix this. All you gotta do is just hold the phone really close to your mouth. I feel like it's I'm on. on my computer though. Oh, okay, that's why we're getting a bad echo here. All right, well, you know what, man? It's all good. It's fine. I mean, it, it is what it, it is. It sounds like you're professing from the clouds, like yeah, it does, wait, like an archangel. Here. You don't wait, sound wait. sick, Donato. Donato G, you do not sound sick, my friend. I heard. Well, what are you not here for? No, I heard I'm not, you had a bug uh, for two weeks. What the yeah, fuck I'm do you have? Are you a leper? Either. What's going on? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Oh, you, you just hear him clear his throat? <laughs> you just hear him pretend to clear his throat? No, I've been sick for real. I think uh, I got it from Marco's stag. Mm. That was a large stag. We had, uh, what was it, like 350 people come out. So, so thank you, everyone. So, so Colossimo was telling me about what a stag is. Is this your stag? Yeah, we well, had this it. This wasn't had a it. stag. This was like a... Which Marco? This was a nation's gathering for how many people this were there. yours? Yeah, my stag. With yeah. people that looked like they were very important, wearing some very nice suits. Guidoville, Ontario, bro. Woodbridge. I felt extremely underdressed. <laughs> Did you come and eat? Did you enjoy well, yourself? The, the food was delicious. I just felt underdressed. And, and listen, the late night, was the best late night I have ever ah, had. Ah, the porchetta. That was legit. That was a but porchetta. It sounds like a wedding. 
Oh, but he hit poutine, porchetta, and sliders at midnight. Who's oh, poutine yeah. Poutine and sliders at midnight at a stag. At a stag? That's wet. No, that's wedding territory. No, Bro, but what? Grassi hasn't no. had a poutine since 2004. That's right. I'm still, trying, I'm still trying to digest it. Your system don't know what happened. That's so why you've been sick for the past four days. You can't have poutine at midnight. That's a, it's, it's, that's the death trap. So you were saying, you, what, 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 was, <laughs> what the hell is what those going on over there on the mixing? Game? I don't know what's going on. No, that was Grassy because he probably signed in on his, uh, <laughs> on his phone. There's always some shit. He's on four <laughs> devices. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. No, I was going to gonna... say, so what do, you, what do you know about like a stag? I know what Dan Colosimo told me, which is uh, basically what you have is you have a guy who's getting ready to get married and him and his uh, soon-to-be father-in-law and his father all motorboat the same chick and maybe uh, you break even and it pays for the wedding. That's what I That heard. sounds pretty close to reality. Yeah, I'd say minus the motorboat part, but yeah, other yeah. than that, I guess somebody, somebody's somebody got two uh, two systems going there, it's pr- and it's probably grassy. <laughs> it is 100% grassy. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of what it is. It's a little fundraiser you do, you put on, and uh, you well, invite people What do people and... bid on? Because I was told that it's basically all for sexual favors from some uh, I mean, I some mean, some lady. Maybe back in the like 80s and 90s, that's what it was. Now it's a lot more... I guess you can call it classy. It's woke. not as it's yeah woke. <laughs> I guess like even like, you can't get away with some of the stuff that people would have done in stags. Well, like, you're you paying. Well, she knows what she's getting into. She you, she's being paid to be there, and people are bidding to motorboat her. I don't think they're sandbagging her and okay. saying they're accosting her and saying you know get up on stage, sit down, don't worry about what's about to happen. Seth, it's you've been paid never for. Been to a stag? I have never heard of a stag. Oh, you should have brought him last Friday. Yeah, I couldn't have. I was doing fun. a pod. I remember. I remember. No, well, no, uh, I'm Gizmo mentioned it, but. Yeah, well, Gra- yeah, you guys all had st- like, uh, Grassi and Kubani. Myself, we've all now. I've gone through. Is it a Toronto thing? I guess no. so. I guess. I guess so. I don't know. Did Did Sergio have a stag in Montreal? Because we brought up Sergio. <laughs> in- Be honest with us. It's cool. We understand. Do, do you have friends? I have uh, my listeners, and they're kind of like my friends. That's, that's, that's cool. Maybe one of them will have a stag. And you know what? Honestly, in terms of a, a little bit of a snake for ensuring you did not, you know, come last Friday because. Sam just said he was busy. I extended it. I, as the best man, I extended the invite to everyone. I couldn't have done it. By the way, I'm happy I was busy. If if, listen, I I was busy. I I I I had plans. I I'm here for like like a semi. I'm calling it professional reasons. I mean, this this doesn't pay shit. But you know, like I I was I was recording a podcast. I'm I'm kind of happy that I had an out because I wouldn't have felt comfortable. First of all, I didn't know it was yours. I thought it was like some like random guy who's gonna be like, who the fuck is this Mama Luke from Montreal who just showed up at my fucking stag? Well, no, you don't even know what a stag is. Would have been been, been been my buddies, but it's okay. We would have been all the guys. Would have been all guys. Yeah, but dude, I don't know, man. I don't know that I could do the. Man, I'm afraid of I'm afraid of always like making a bruta figura. I can't do that. No, but shit, man. but but it's different when you come to a stag. It's just anybody can show up. Like I can yeah. if I wanted to go on a Friday night and go run around banquet halls around Woodbridge. And you can go buy to a tickets stag, at the door. It's, it's not like an invite only thing. Okay, yeah. so it's not, again, it's I don't like know. It's, it's not like it's oh you have to be invited. It's okay. Hey, you sell as many tickets as you can. Oh, and shit. Like you said, hopefully the 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 idea is not that it pays for the wedding; it pays for the honeymoon. Right. That's usually how they do it. Right, right, right. I don't know what in Colo's situation. Maybe it was different. Well, but, it sounds like some different stuff was going down at whatever Colo was I, I think, and again, I'll let Kubani and Grassi because I know they're a touch older than me, so I don't know if they've been to any stags where it's gotten a little wild, but, uh, and if <laughs> Grassi, they have any stories, Grassi, Grassi saw probably some shit go wild does. with me. Kubani, one of my friends actually is getting married in a month, which is odd because I'm younger than you. I'm 25, so for me, that's weird. I mean, nowadays, that's incredibly, uh, you may as well mean you're, you're fucking, you know, you're... You, you yeah, bare, barely have hair on your nuts at that point. Giving my condolences. Yeah, well, that's that's spoken like a true married, <laughs> that's married man humor right there. All right, cool. No, 
I mean, he's he's 25. He's getting married, and you know, good for him. He's in the military. He knows what he's doing with his life. He's fucking. He's one of those guys. He's a good guy. But no, no, no talk of a stag. We're just doing the wedding. I mean, a bachelor party, maybe. You know, like I don't know what that'll be. We're gonna go fishing, maybe one weekend. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. There's been no talk of a stag. Honest to God, I've never heard of a stag before. My my girlfriend. Sorry, Jesus. My um my cousin's my cousin got married a few years ago. No stag. No stag. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a, a unique thing you guys do over here. It's, it sounds like a good racket. It's like another reason to keep like Italian banquet halls in business is what it sounds like. No, I think they lose money though because, again, I could be wrong, but I think they lose money on stags because it's open bar. People drink like fish. It's usually an open like buffet. You have, you know, big pinot over there going and going up, you know, three, yeah. four times yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. loading up on all the fucking calamari. And they're like, oh, we got to bring it out because these people have paid for a plate. So... As much as, and people have told me like, hey, and again, I don't know, Cuba and Grassi, when you guys were doing yours, but they says, hey, we don't make money on stags. We have to do them just to do them because what else are we going to do For on a culture, Friday night? Yeah. So that's why the plates of wedding go up. The stag plates have gone up too, but the plates, the cost of wedding plates go up probably to cover the, the stag parties they're doing. You know what? I, crazy. You know what I think? I think food isn't as expensive as we think. I think because we're used to like paying for food when we go to restaurants, we have an idea of what food costs. I don't think it costs that much to like get food from suppliers. I think that's why you go to these fucking banquet halls in any Italian neighborhood, and they all have the same. It doesn't matter where you go. They're all doing penala vodka, and they're all doing calamar. It doesn't matter if you're in New Jersey, Philly, or fucking Montreal or Woodbridge. They're all serving the same thing. It's the same menu because like they all go. To the same sources, and I think it's, it's, I think they're keeping cost low that way. That's I, what I, I think. How the I, fuck else? Could I don't be know if you money? can comment on that, Sam, because you never been to a stag. So no, but I, I've been to a. But I but I understand. I understand fundamentally, like the type of establishment that it's occurring at. Right. Yeah. But, fair, fair enough. Go ahead. Kuba. Question and serious question. Oh, do wait, you I'm, know what a, a toonie toss is, and how good are your shoulders? No. And and no. And uh, how good are my shoulders? No. <laughs> okay. So go ahead, Kuba. Go, go go. I know where you're going with this. Well, I don't know if you do. I mean, one, the toonie toss is a very interesting game where people throw toonies at a bottle or whatever the prize is so that the groom can collect the toonies at the end and whoever gets closest to the marker wins. It's that bleak. You're Um, collecting toonies. In Turnstag, in a lot of, it's a very traditional game. It's a very, it's a feat of strength where men hold a big piece of prosciutto Above their head, like above on their shoulders. I'm, I'm showing a like a visual to him so he knows what, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. And whoever can hold this prosciutto <laughs> the longest wins the prosciutto. Wins the prosciutto. <laughs> yeah. Like this, this is a real thing that ten, I, ten bucks a hold, bro. Ten bucks a hold. <laughs> this is not a lot. Like, okay, I gotta I gotta be oh careful God. what I say here, but in all honesty, I. I you're on my in show. My so yeah, that's that's the prosciutto we had at mine. That's my dad, and that's the prosciutto oh. we had at mine. So somebody, so somebody had somebody was there at the stag and literally held it up for I don't know what he held it up for a minute and fifty seconds, and he was just there like fine. You see his shoulders shaking, and he's yeah, like yeah. ah, he's like screaming and shit, and he won the prosciutto, and he's like he was all excited. He won the prosciutto. Dude, I love how I love how I'm like sharing these conspiracy theories about how food is really cheap, and you just had the stag parties like. If you you've never you've never even been to a stag. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You have no idea how you have no idea what I have to fucking fork out. It was a, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I just realized like it's the most insensitive thing to do. Say, bah, I don't know. I think anyway, I think food's no, pretty cheap. No, it's, no, it's I, all, I think it's they're all good. yeah they're, they're ripping people off, bro. Hey, ripp- I, I can I'm in the food industry. I can talk. I know things have gone up in price, so that's okay. just where things have gone. Okay. So it's all good. I didn't take any offense. No, I, it's, I, no it's, it's funny. Man, it's just, I, yeah. So next time you got like next time we're I, again. I don't know when the next stag is. I mean, you're not here in next week, or else they tell you to. Come 
comes yeah, to my buddies. We day, got another one. I've been we have like there's stags every week. There's stags every week. So like I've I've had I think what three I've I think five or six stags this uh it's this chorsome. I'm yeah. got one Thursday. You got before one, oh, Good Friday. That's 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 oh, a move. Buddy. That's a big that's one. That's a move. So you get the people on Thursday because Good Friday you have off now, right? That's it's right. like a statutory Thursday's holiday. Thursday's cheaper. Ah. And Thursday's probably probably got a good deal. I don't I, know. It's cool, but what, is, how much yeah. is the ticket? One twenty. It's one twenty. Yeah. So you pay one hundred twenty bucks. You get all you can eat, all you can drink. You and make maybe more. You yeah. No you, kidding. Margins yeah. are higher. Yeah. And then and then they have like a that's like there's no there's no bidding on chicks or anything like that. I think that happened in the nineties or the eighties. Yeah. Right. But, or the fucking fifties. Yeah. No. 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 Guaranteed happened in the nineties because you you'd hear some mm-hmm. some stories yeah, of right. people of like you know your zeal or your dad or this. <laughs> that. Hey, back when we had stags in my day, you should have seen the stuff we did. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, that obviously wouldn't fly now because people have cameras. Our and, dicks. Our dicks were out, bro. That's yeah, probably what it was. Yeah. Dude, dude, I was. yeah. No, I, I'm tempted, but again, like, listen, I got you guys a bottle from the LCBO to come here. I, I popped in before coming because I, I, I'm not bragging. I'm just, I'm, give, I'm, I'm framing something here. Okay, here's how fucking like paranoid I am about like showing a bella figura. Okay, like I, I couldn't find the LCBO. Gizmo, I was texting you saying, bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what's wrong with your roads. I'm losing my balls over here. I need French. I, I, I'm lost without French. I, I, I can't figure out how to navigate the roads. I thought I found the LCBO. I took a wrong turn. I'm going over a bridge at one point. Dude, I, it's I called pa- Brown's line. No, okay. but, but where he came, I, probably so, where he came down from, it, you know, because it cuts there, right? Where yeah, the yeah, no yeah. froze is. I know where it's in, any, yeah. in any event, I'm just, it got to a point where I was like, I don't know if I'm finding this fucking liquor store. I wanted to get them something from the liquor store. I saw an adult film store yeah yeah down the street i almost thought right next to a law yeah I thought, it's almost better to pop. Hey, we know that guy I yeah, thought, yeah we know that guy. i had a good mind to just, i i parked and i sat out there for a minute and was like what can i maybe you know if i can get like a topical film like <laughs> like like a rocco Sifredi film hey this is italian it's a, i've it's never a peace been offering. in that establishment but i i've seen but it. i'm like what i gotta go in there and ask this guy hey do you have like italian like with a specific you know if i go in there with like a genre in mind like a specific genre i say like, hey do you have like italian porn like 90s italian porn because that's what i'm looking for and if he says no i go okay thank you like i walk out <laughs> and i say i'm not interested like i look like a freak like i feel i don't know i feel, burn eyes on the back of my head so i almost got an adult film for you just to have something to say hey i appreciate you having me this is for you at least something, it's a laugh something from the locals <laughs> so yeah i don't know that i could have come to the stag uh, uh without knowing what it was but now that i you know it sounds next, interesting next time you're in toronto i might just have a stag you know what? When you Maybe do get married, yeah, we'll 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 help you set it up. How's that? Hundred percent. I will help you set it. <laughs> probably up. won't remember. We'll put to, you. In, we'll put I'll... you in touch with the stag company because there's companies. That yeah, literally, I was gonna say that'll that probably blow do, your mind. Yeah, like the stag company is a whole. Nother, there's more than one. <laughs> it sounds like the biggest bro business ever. Yeah, I, I'm they pretty, they bring the girls. They bring in, girls there, yeah. and the girls are like all dressed like in kind of like you know skimpy, revealing. They don't mm. show mm. like you know obviously anything, but it's just you know just to. To have them there and they want to sell the tickets to yeah. close the deal classy. to close the deal I, mine were like, classy there's stags where oh, they're yeah, wearing yeah. almost yeah, nothing yeah. yeah they were not there's stags where they can go like really like out there and yeah wow. they're like that's where you can get your motorboats and all that sure did, did oh. you pick your girls in turn I did not you can, but you can, but depends I depends on the company so and I know depends a, I know how specific a, you are. What yeah. is it like a Nuru? You go, you, you go <laughs> scroll yeah. through the list of like. I think uh, you can be specific and say, hey, "I want girls that look like this," and the company will say, "Okay, yeah, we have some, but we have somebody for you." Do you think anyone's ever said, "I want fat 
Asian chicks or something like really specific that they probably don't have. I just want I, I want them to look like sumos. I've not seen them what? at any stags that I've gone. Yeah, to. I know because nobody's sick enough to, to probably ask for that. But what if you just what if you were like you know what I want to troll. I know, you know? but but think about it, right? And like, you guys will get this when they because then it's at that point it's almost no, not even but, like wrong. You know, like if you're motorboating like a fat Asian sumo, it's not. No, even, it's like it's almost funny. No, like no one's gonna you, get mad. You lose, you lose money on that because when yes, they give you the hug. Them. They, they, the yeah. sumo, the, the, because what happens is when they sell the raffle tickets, they wrap the tickets around you when they hug you. That's what the girls do. Oh, so you sell the tickets. Let's say you're like, hey, I want to buy how many? You want to buy a hug, Sam? Okay, yeah, it's sixty bucks. Okay, yeah, come here. They wrap the tickets around you, give you a hug, and then you those get your are your raffle, raffle tickets. tickets. You can put them in the different prizes that right. the groom will have. Right. So if you get a sumo wrestler, or, you know, you're a bigger lady, money. you're losing money because now you're giving out more raffle tickets. Oh, fuck. So it's you all want it's an all anorexic uh, snake. You want like yeah, heroin chic. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Grossi, what's going on over there? Has, has, has daddy fallen asleep? What the hell's happening? I think Gizmo has some, some topics he wants to uh, address with you. I see he, he's got a whole list here. Oh, man. I had, well, no, Is I, Grossi there? I'm here. I'm okay, here. Grossi. No, I, I had the audio because I wasn't sure if you, were, if you were coming in or not, but I had the audio from, uh, from your wedding day at the church with your, uh, with your priest. Donato Maria, but you know what? I didn't. I didn't cue it up because I didn't know it took you until nine thirty to get in here, so it's okay. But I'll, I'll just go with my first question: Is I want to know if you're still banned from Waterloo, and what are the statutes of limitations? Kuba, are we still banned from Waterloo? Confirmed, but I'll let you tell the story. The city? Yeah, the whole no, city the of Waterloo. <laughs> Do they have like a shock collar that like that activates when you like cross city lines? No, I that? think they just have his face somewhere in a local precinct. I wasn't allowed to do my teacher's college there because of this. Uh... <laughs> do tell. It's a long story. We have time. Kuba was there. Joe Maleko was there. May not, <laughs> I may or may not have been there. Sketcha? Someone's bloody foot was there. <laughs> Allegedly. What the Allegedly. Fuck? All I know is I woke up and we got kicked out of the dorm room. And apparently we were vandalizing the houses there. And I'm like, I wasn't even here during these hours. What are you guys talking about? So... The people that we were with decided to destroy the basement of this house. Are you on Ambien, Grassi? <laughs> no. I am not. Are you on something? He's on. I don't know. He's on. He just put his kid to sleep. He's he's in if, he's in a dreamlike state. If any of us are on anything, Grassi is the last one to be on something. Thank you. <laughs> At least someone can vouch for me here. Because apparently Waterloo, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Look, I, Sam, how, how old are you? 25. Um, are you dating anybody? Are you F five, single? Five oh. years, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty serious. I'm in deep. Um, okay, I was going to say you should visit the town of Waterloo while you can, while you're still young, but you, you're... Yeah, I mean, you're married, so what's the point? But the thing okay. with Waterloo is that it's a university town. There's like a couple of universities there, so it kind of has a reputation for being a party city. But in places that you did visit while you were here, you went to Woodbridge. You saw some cultural, the I guess, landmarks. In Ontario. And now, it's funny because... Hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you go were, to the big cannoli? 
<laughs> no, but I heard about the big cannoli. You're the second person who's asked me if I went to the big cannoli. <laughs> bro, it's not his name. Come on, he come went on, to Nino Diversa. Yeah, I went to Nino Diversa, bro. Thought I was going to get killed by the guy who was taking my order. He was a bald guy who wouldn't speak. He looked like a hitman. Accurate. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What, what's, Did what, you see why it is everyone, why is everyone speaking in code about Waterloo? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have an Italian neighborhood too in Montreal. Yeah, but it's like I saw it's, for what no, it is. But it's sure, like but. it's like a bunch of plazas. Like I don't know why. Even I like listening to your pod with Nima. When he was saying, like, you know, it's a glorious, a yeah, glorious it's, I, was, it's, I was a little, I was not gonna, I was it's a little like a magical that. place that, you know, still kept its, its Italian roots. From what I've read, I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course, this, it's a fucking, it's it's a few streets and a plaza. Well, I clapped like, back and said, ah, I don't know. I, I don't know how, I said, I'll find out for myself. And it was, you know, it was whatever. I just, it felt, it felt like very familiar, very familiar spot that I, that I would, you know, duck in and the fuck out of, you know, uh, when, when, when I, when I want to. Does that make sense? Like, you, sometimes you have, you just have, you have the the urge to go get like a sandwich in in a certain environment. It's it, you know I don't know. It just depends how you can wake up one day. I'm gonna go to RDP. You know like I don't go there often. There's a town in Montreal that's very similar. And and you know when when I interact with people from there for too long, you know I start to lose my balls a little bit. And that's it. Well, you know you never I heard a subway, bro. I, I got to go to RDP. I get them in. Uh, you know I I I do I I get them in small doses, bro. It's what I gotta do. Why is everyone be, like speaking in code about Waterloo? So it's a party town. You had a crazy night and you're banned. That's it. That's all. You're still banned. I think he's still bad. Now, but here's all I want to know, okay? Because I feel like Grossi was being very strategic about what he wanted to like discuss. I mean, he's a teacher too. He's got to be I, careful, So, right? you know, you, let me just, I just have one direct question, okay? Did, did you evade custody? Oh, I can't see this online. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's impressive. That's cool. That's cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> so we, so we drove so, home with a guy named Sketcher, so I don't know. If that's, <laughs> all, like, that's all you want to know. Listen, I don't I don't know how you get a name like Sketcher though. That's uh, okay. Kuba, you don't even don't even start with these guys about Sketcher. Yeah, we, don't, we don't talk about Sketchup. Um, listen, at the end of the day, we can't confirm nor deny anything that has happened about Waterloo. I think it's best we just move on um, and and talk some college show. I mean, we can. I don't know. We got, I'm never we got ever some going points. back to Waterloo. <laughs> I don't know that they want to. I don't know that they want to have you back there, buddy. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, true story though. And Sam, I don't know if you knew this. Jovinko's brother Giuseppe played for Waterloo FC for like a year and a half, trying to get onto TFC. Wow. Yeah, his brother. His brother used to play for like. Um, like a, I think he was playing was in the FG team. Or he something. was he playing in the fifth division at one point. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not a true story because Waterloo, Waterloo FC doesn't actually exist. But it would be cool if he did. So you just made you made that up. You just made that up. Um, confirm nor deny. Why? Why? why how come? How, why is it that when we ta start talking about Waterloo, all of a sudden everyone acts like they're on acid? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you would say makes any sense. Guys, chill with the loo, please. <laughs> all right, all right. Granted, granted, we've given Grossi enough stick uh, about that. Like Simon mentioned earlier on, he listened to us. Uh, I guess way back in the day. Yeah, dude, I remember uh, Grassi talked about running into a Franciscan monk once. <laughs> it was one of the hardest. Bro, Grassi, Grassi bodies people. He's bodied Gareth Bale, John Terry, Franciscan monks. What? Nobody's safe. Uh, nothing. Nothing beats the time he bodied James Sharman. Oh. The, the journalist <laughs> that, that we will not talk about. What happened? What, 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 what is this all this stuff we're not going to talk about? Why, why, why just tease? I right, wait a minute. 
Stop Wait teasing me, Kubai. I've been drinking Bacardi all night. I'm ready to roll. I'm not going to get the give full me the, details. Give me the goods. I'm not going to get the full details. But once again, I was defending Kuba's honor with James Sharman. What did James Sharman say to Kuba? It's not what he said. It's how it's he how said he it. looked at us. <laughs> In the elevator. He's not even lying. That's the funny part. He's, he's, he's telling the truth. All right. Oh, that's good. I mean, listen. He was, he was, he was, he was, yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? You're a good dude. If, 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 if only you had been at the stag, you know, we could have had a couple of drinks. We could have had a couple of Bacardis because intern did have a premium bar. So you could add whatever you wanted. And, you know, we could have told you these stories, but now you put us on air. I mean, come on, bro. Okay. No, I, students are listening. What am I right. supposed to do? No, it's, no, it's fine. I just want a, a, a divisional volleyball what is it, Cross Junior, intermediate, juniors, that, junior like... championship this this afternoon, and you want to put them on blast on the air? No, no, it's, you're right. Instead, let's talk about uh, let's talk about important subjects like territorial discrimination uh, in in Italy toward Naples. That, well, let's talk about that instead. The enlightening stuff that everyone wants to talk about. That's that's, that's cool. We'll talk about that. You instead. guys want to talk about me? You know, being the Greg Popovich of under twelve volleyball or basketball. We can do that. Okay, I'm all here for that. I didn't even know they had sports under the age of 12. I thought that was like something that only started in middle school. What kind of elementary school do you teach at? They got like a sport program. It's impressive. What, you, you don't go to school before 12 in Montreal? Yeah, but we <laughs> don't. You guys, <laughs> you guys don't have juniors or intermediates? What's going on here? Nah, bro, bro? We, just, no, we, we, we just smoke cigarettes and roam the streets. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Nah, no, we, 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 didn't, we, didn't have a, we didn't have like a sport team in elementary school on any... No, in any grade. No, now I'm thinking that only started in high school. It's fucking cool. I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I mean, to be yeah, no, Grassi. I don't want to talk about how you coached a volleyball team to victory at the U12 level. No, I don't. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, it's. I'm happy for you. I'm happy you did. I want to talk about. I want to talk about. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I was. Ho I was. I was hoping you might come in with a little bit more. Um, a little bit more oomph right now. I feel like everything that we're bringing up is like everything we're bringing up. You. You got like a little bit of shame. There's like a lot of shame going on. Like anytime we broach a subject, you're just like, we it doesn't matter. We don't talk about the Lou anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> well, we can talk about something on, I guess, a more hyper local level because I think we've all kind of seen this. The, I, I, I just had a point here in the outline that the Canadian Premier League is an absolute scam used by greedy business owners to launder money. Here's what we're going to do. Here's Lazio's what we're going to do. Lotito would be proud. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Gizmo has a bunch of points laid out. I, I like that. We're just gonna start, so Gizmo. Yeah, do what you're doing. Just fire them off. Fire them off, and then we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we gotta get Grossi going over here. We gotta counter. We gotta like counterbalance the ambient that he's on right now. Okay. Well, well, okay. Like, so the first time I went to a CPL game, we have a we we have a local team here York. in the yeah right. York. So they used to be called York Nine FC because it's kind of they it's an you know an amalgamation of all these nine wait, boroughs. Wait, Gizmo, and, so, yeah. So I don't interrupt. Yeah, man. To set the scene. Okay. You were a season ticket holder. That's Tell right. Them. That's right. That's right. Okay. Your enthusiasm, because you were you were the most enthusiastic person about this league. Because it just started, and I was like, "Yeah, you get in at the ground level." I wanted to be in the like supporter section, so I buy a season ticket for well, one season ticket to be in the supporter section uh, with a buddy of mine, and I'm like, "This is great!" Like the Canadian Premier League, I bought into it. You know, I was sold on the idea and the vision. And it's like York 9 FC. They did a whole unveiling, like, you know, the nine boroughs of the York region all, sure. all together under one banner. Cool. And I get there. 
and it's the York University like training stadium. Uh-huh. I don't even know. I don't even know what they use that for. Like now, it's just like a whatever random stadium with a patch of grass in the middle of it. And it's I go there and I and it immediately reeks of like. So there's a company called Green Park Homes. I don't. This is. I don't. I don't care what happens to me after this show. Okay, these guys can come after me. They're they're a very powerful and very high level, well known. Um, I guess <laughs> development. <laughs> is Grossy flushing the toilet? No, that's not me. All right. Well, anyway, Cuba. Hey, Cuba's taking a little. Oh, bit. okay. That's Cuba. Uh, lovely. No, anyway, these guys. I thought, uh, it, okay, it sounds like it sounds like you just exactly. took a step. He just sounds like you just fucking walked down the street in Naples. Is what's happening no, over there. It's- white claw all right okay so all right so green park homes they're this company that basically develops homes they're they're land and residential home developer and they basically what i think are using york now they're york united they after one season they changed the fucking name so i think they're using york united as a vessel to pump money into their company yeah exactly yeah yeah, they got they got the marriage and all okay but i go there and it's like random tents set up to like watch the game like vip booths and i'm thinking you're trying to sell a jersey for the same like a cpl jersey for the same price as a mls shirt like you're not competing with toronto they, like you've already lost that market, but I know what this is. This is we need to wash money on concessions and merchandise. So let's get all of our friends here into the York region because that's where they all live. No, none of these developers live in Toronto. <laughs> what was it? What was that? What, what was that? Was that? was that the uh, that that you know what that was? That was Marco Cubani. You ever see those? Uh, you ever see those like windows in Italy, right? When you're afraid that like someone's gonna like break in, you fucking have like the metal, the metal pull down. You have like the metal blinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kubani, yeah. 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 Kubani yeah. just, Kubani just took a look out. He realized he's, uh, yeah, he's Kubani's in. Na- he's calling us from Naples right now. He just took a walk on the street and then he fucking came back in. And he's like, yeah, I live in Naples. I better close these fucking blinds. It's dangerous Santa, out there. I don't know about Montreal, but there's certain areas in in, in Toronto where you gotta be careful. You know? Regent Park, Regent being one Park. of them, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard that in the illustrious beginning of the of the Stereo City Odd days, you guys, you guys would like regularly have run-ins with um, with um, you. You had like brushes with death when when trying to record the pod, going to re- a, a, a place called Regent Park. I don't. We we did, but so be honest. You you listened to Stereo City Odd? Were you a weekly listener? Were you a live listener? I was. Yeah, I was, was both. Live. Yeah, I was both. Really? You yeah. kept me busy. 20- you weren't even podcast. You were like live. No, like, like three years before. Yeah, I was listening to you guys two or three years before I started. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I used to love you guys, man. No, yeah, it's, it's why it's really cool to do this. Um, No, but no, but, that's sick, man. That is cool. I mean, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm. You, you guys were pretty well followed at the time. You guys were, you guys were like the only ones who were doing it. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, I, I get that like life, you know, you, you, you grow up and... and Shit happens. You have responsibilities and stuff, and I get that. You know, all, Rossi all, puts his kid to bed, then he Rossi puts himself puts, to bed. Rossi puts, yeah, <laughs> Rossi's half asleep right now. He's in a dream state right now. Um, no, but um, but it, no, it was it was a cool thing while it while it ha- while it was going on. And I think, uh, yeah, well, you know, you, I'm probably not the only person who's told you this. I think you guys were pretty well followed, especially like you know in 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 the the North American community, right? In this little like the enclave, like from fucking Southern Ontario all the way down to like the east coast of the U.S. I think a lot of people probably would have told you that they listened. So. Not telling you anything new, but no, it was it was a great it was a great product that you guys had. You know, you guys uh, you guys were a lot of fun. Um, no, I listened to you guys for for a couple of years. 
This yeah, is, that's, that's cool. This is, like, this is where you say thanks and the stroke off session ends and we, and, we get, and we get back to talking about money laundering in, 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 in York region. No, I, you're right. Gizmo has a, a good understanding of what happened there. I think we also learned just exactly what the CSA did. And I think it's pretty dirty, right? And Gizmo, you can talk more about it as well. But basically, they leveraged the success of the national teams in in order to profit. And it's pretty sad. What are you talking about? the World Cup out of it, but... What are you talking about? That's where you that's where you lost me because because Gizmo like what Gizmo was talking about how it may be being like a money laundering thing is very is maybe possible. I always thought like the way I always lean toward, um, you know the, the the entire Canadian Premier League as a whole. The way I lean toward that whole, um, organization. Um, I'm not speaking English correctly. My opinion of it was always that like you know it was just a lot of dudes who didn't know a whole hell of a lot you know about football that just wanted to get involved. You know, good Canadian businessmen who own like good Canadian businesses that. Didn't know how the fuck to do business, and you know they're operating a league with no infrastructure, um, largely. There are some new stadiums that got built, which is kind of cool. You know, there's that one out in BC that's pretty nice. I think where Pacific plays, but otherwise, you know, it's mostly just you know teams playing in already existing stadiums, and and I don't know. I mean, I think Halifax has a cool ground. I think Pacific does. I think Calvary's is pretty cool. Otherwise, I mean, it's just you know a lot of teams just kind of migrated into fucking stadiums that already existed and uh and we're like fuck it let's you know let's let's run a pro league you know technically we'll call it tier one i mean it's just insane because canada's a country that doesn't have it that until a couple years ago didn't have tier one soccer i mean even in some ways they basically still don't i mean there's a tier one level on the pyramid now but the players who are fucking playing in the league are losing money playing in it practically you know they're not i'm making money so i just thought it was like it was like the cfl basically i always just thought of it like the cfl i didn't think it was like like anything that nefarious. I never, I almost never gave them enough credit. It was like I would look at the people involved and I was like, these guys, these guys aren't smart enough to do like, you know, to pull off some immigrant fucking, uh, you, you know, deep uh, level fucking operation of, of money laundering. I thought it was just them trying to have a little fun, being good earnest you haven't Canadian seen how white they guys. Build houses <laughs> or how they run condos. <laughs> well, and I think the bigger picture, to be fair, is is all about how. The you know the what what are they called the Canadian Soccer Business Canadian Business Soccer whatever the abbreviation is but basically the CPL owners basically have complete control over Canadian soccer rights for the next ten to twenty years, right? <laughs> like and they control everything, right? And so so what you for peanuts? So what you're referring to is. Were you talking about One Soccer, that weird streaming service that also so streams the Canadian one National soccer League? Because, dude, I don't fucking, I, I barely, I was involved in, I used to work in soccer. I worked for the Impact for like a year and a half. It was my first job out of school. I just, even, nice. and even, I, even I never paid attention. Well, nice. Well, I don't work there anymore for a reason. But anyway, but, you know, but I signed, I signed NDAs and we can't, we can't talk about it. It's, it's like Rossi with Waterloo. We can't talk about it, you know? <laughs> um, I, I I couldn't I I was never able to follow the one soccer thing and I was involved in the world like I had a vested interest like in being a like a Canadian soccer nerd at one point and I just, I, I fucking always thought it was Pez thought it was peasantry and the more I hear about it the more sus it is oh it's very sus it's it's basically and this is why the players are protesting right and especially the women right now christine sinclair was on espn fc recently and she that podcast is really good and she just destroys them and how you know nick bontis who resigned in shame 
uh, from the CSA basically failed upwards and is now with CONCACAF, which is a joke. Um, and the CSA basically just leveraged everything and made these guys made a, a profit and pocketed all kinds of money with this shady deal with the CSB. Basically, the CSB controls all the media rights for Canadian soccer for, like I said, the next 10 to 20 years. So anything that they sell, they make. That, that's going to be a huge profit that they make that they've basically paid peanuts to for the CSA. So they bought these rights for nothing. I mean, it's pretty and Italian. I love guys that fail upwards. We see that all the time. We see all that all the time. time. Dude, people that fail upwards are so impressive. And it happens all the time in football. It it's the greatest accomplishment. It's the greatest fucking accomplishment. It's like being able to continually dupe and dupe and dupe and dupe and say, no, no, this is good. This is working out. Keep, you know, hire me. And people just keep doing it. Whose fault is it at that point? You know, you go after Nick Bontis and you just say, oh, CONCACAF are fucking, they're a bunch of stronzi. You know? Well, it's like a coach being fired three times in the same season by the same president. Only and said, yeah, would you see that? But oh, yeah. it is absolutely incredible when you do. Right. Bring back Zamperini. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He's he's yeah, dead. He died, <laughs> he died <Hey>. bro. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't bring him. Bring back. him back. <laughs> we can bring back the idea of him. <laughs> bring him Listen, back. are you a Catholic? I lost Jesus during. Uh, <laughs> I lost Jesus during the pandemic. But yeah, sure. Are you a Catholic? Are you going to celebrate Easter? Are you going to have some yellow? Yeah, I'm a very proud Catholic, and everything they stand for, and everything they've ever done throughout history. Yes. Then you believe Zamperini has never died. <laughs> legend, legend. I love, how, I love how he's got the weirdest. You, you, the way, the way you, the way you, he's framed it. I know what he's you, trying you to asked, say, you, but the you, way you, fra framed you framed three different sub. You, there were three separate questions that Kubani. This has been electric, man. He's, he's been playing these mental games. Do you, do you, do you, do you have friends? Are you a Catholic? And how strong are your shoulders? That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sizing you up without being in the room. Oh, I, buddy, you ever met Boz? Oh, oh you want to you want to get mind fucked? Yeah, <laughs> oh, you have Boz. not met who Boz, used, buddy. Who used to produce the show? Why? What? What? What was his thing? You wouldn't know. That's the thing. You wouldn't. Intern, were you there? on any given day? Just could you know? Sorry, but intern, know. were you there? He just, he, he like he would just fuck so with you. Came listen. down to the studio. No, I wasn't there, but I heard about who? Oh. T dot <laughs> the guy T Toronto Italian T dot. Okay, yeah, sure. This is when this is. I think he was he was doing something with the show, or he was maybe like cross out, promotion, cross or promotion or something. Yeah. And I think Boz had hooked up with him, and and they were doing something. But uh, I'll well, let you tell the story. I well, wasn't there. They hooked up. Well, it's the twenty first century. You know, yeah. we don't we, we don't judge on this podcast. No, we That's don't. good. No, they hooked up. I will I will not tell the story, but Boz is somebody you have to meet in your lifetime. Sam, we will make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it I happen. Promise. We'll make okay. It happen. All right. He's in the deep suburbs right now of Ontario, but we'll. We'll figure that out. We'll yeah, get him out a Bosnian here. guy who ingratiated himself to a group full of WAPs. Yeah. I mean, I, Massive I don't, Atalanta fan. I don't know if I yeah. can trust him. <laughs> was he? German Dennis was his guy. Oh, really? Yeah, huge German Dennis guy. German Dennis. Yeah, I remember back that guy. In the day. Oh, yeah. That was his guy. Yeah, yeah. If he were playing today, he'd be playing for Italy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, 100%. We could naturalize German Dennis. A thousand percent, bro. Well, you know what? It looks like we got we got one for sure from the Argentinian. I want them all. You'll take them all? Kubani, Grossi, Grossi, you still there, bro? I'm still here. <laughs> I want them all. Grossi, how many of them do you want? Do you, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? What do you say? More Argentinians? Do we give a maybe, shit? Maybe two or three of them. That's it? You Never more than two or three at a, nah, like at a time? Can't handle too many at the same time. Why no, is that? We suck. Like, we need them. 
Yeah, and that's the problem, though. The shit house that like the the team would become. It's a, you need a balance. You need those older like classy, not not classy, but like that classic Italian figurehead. Like I don't know. Don't worry about it. We're not going to get into this argument right here. We're, we're not going to shove that guy in the tunnel or say something to his face. Whereas the Argentinians, everything's on the table. I know, but them. I feel like if you had all Argentinians on the Italian squad, it'd be like a Sunday night league at uh, the OSA. Well, you know, a bunch, of, a like, bunch of Argentinian guys wearing the Azuri shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it'd just be like a Sunday it's, night it's like league. Sunday league. Yeah, Sunday league, just no, scraps happen, happening. Like. Guys like just taking extra shots at you when you're yeah, not looking that's, like that's no. I mean it was yeah. In some ways, you know the way they won the World Cup was it was like the most Argentinian way possible. It was a scrappy final. I mean that's yeah that's Argentinian football right there. We could use a little bit of that. Fuck it, why not? I don't know. You need it. I a little bit. I yeah I don't know. Herman Dennis. Holy shit! I forgot about that name. And there were a lot of really. Let's play a game real quick. Let's actually wrap on this because we've been going for a while. We've been going before uh, before Grossi and Kubani called in. By the way, Grossi, um, so. But before we before we kind of get to this last little last little game here, um, do do so. <clears throat> you can say it. No, I'm trying. I'm not really. So I don't know if this is a really like. I know you guys are trying to sell me on stag parties. I'm not sure that like Grossi being on the pod right now, <laughs> dead to the world, is a like is a very uh, glowing review. Of stag, but it's it's more like it's more you know it's more like a, like a cautionary tale of what could happen it's at a stag party. And Gross, I'm gonna let you speak in a sec. But the fact that you know, with a half hour, forty five minutes with Gross and I, the 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 fact that you're coming away with this conversation, the biggest point is stag parties is a little concerning. I'm not gonna lie. Why is Gross, that? Go for it, buddy. Why 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 is that? I mean, it's a stag party, bro. For us, it, I, I get maybe what he's trying to say is for us, like it's just one of those things that it's normalized. Yeah, it's like it's so normal. Oh, no, it's, it's like, fascinating. It's like to me. it's like yeah, bro, just like another stag Friday night. If you want to come, come out, whatever. If you know the guys, support the groom, and you're just like very like enthralled in this idea, which is cool. From well, it's from foreign like, to me. I don't yeah, know yeah, what, exactly. know, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. Know. I'll pull up a picture of my ticket. Well, it's, it's kind of like yeah. when when people come to Montreal. Oh, I actually have Grassi and Kubani stag tickets in the drawer here. That's I right. kept grab them. One here you go. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, it's kind of like when people come to Montreal. Here, give these to. Yeah, so, give these to I, I'm not a strip club guy. I've never been to strip clubs, but um, apparently, I know. Like, I still, I know what they're like. I know what, or I know what I, or so I thought, uh, you know, I know what Montreal strip clubs are like, and apparently anyone that comes to Montreal is like blown away by what the strip clubs are like. Apparently it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's one of those things that's just normal to us, and people are like, what, you could touch them? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Isn't that the only way to do it? Apparently, like, if I were to, if you were to go to a strip club here, you can't touch the women, is that whoa, true? Whoa, 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 we have a Me Too movement. Whoa, you can't touch anybody here. It's part. It's part of. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, it's the the way the way of the French, maybe. I don't know. Like so, people come to Montreal. And they're like mind blown by the fact that like the strip clubs are at the level that they're at. It's like maybe this is one of those things. Like if you were to come to Montreal and go to a strip club and you've never been to a fucking Montreal strip club before, you say, "Wow, this is great. This is crazy. This is like foreign to me." You know, stag party, same thing. I just we don't have them. I'm looking at these. Uh, oh my God, is it Cubani Insigne gentlemen's dinner in honor of Marco D'Onofrio? 2017 Terrace Banquet Center. <laughs> Shout out to the Terrace, bro. Bro, Marco D'Onofrio looks like he's got earrings in. 
He's raising the Ballon d'Or <laughs> in this. <laughs> yeah, that's Grassi. What did I say? Did I say no? I meant Grassi. Yeah. I know it's Grassi. I actually, I actually knew it was him. I meant, his I misspoke. On his name's on the back. No, I miss, no, I misspoke. Celebrate like a champ. He's holding up the Ballon d'Or. Who, who won this? Was this, was this uh, Baggio? Was Baggio's, yeah. Dude, yeah, it was Gr- Grassi looks like he looks like he fucking missed the penalty in '94. <laughs> He actually looks like he scored the penalty in 94. No, he looks like he got sent off in the fucking final in 94. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a ball, like a bald baller. Holy crap. Really cool. And then uh, another like, another friend of yours who... Yeah, uh, got w- married. W- with Ronaldo. And they're yeah, all... he's Portuguese. That's why I got it. He did it with right, Ronaldo. Right, okay. okay. There you go. So there you go. That's, this, that's what a stag ticket would Mon- look like. Monte Cassino Woodbridge. This is totally... No, guys. This is totally foreign Sam, to me. Yes. What would your stag ticket be? Gizmos, I, I don't want to know Gizmos because that's gonna come and that's gonna be a surprise. Is that a uh, is, is that not, a thing? I'm not is, having a stag, bro. Do people no? But is it a is it a thing that you, that you must do in order to have the stag party? Is have like a gag of a ticket? You gotta have a fun ticket. You have to have yeah. yeah you have you, to ticket is a big deal. I look. These guys have been married for years now. I kept the tickets. That's how big of a deal. Really? Yeah. What would mine what would, be? What would your ticket be? Does it have to be like um, it doesn't like have to a Photoshop thing? Doesn't have to be couch. No, but do whatever it, you want. Does it have to be a Photoshop thing like Typically. this? Typically, if you want it to, but it doesn't have to be. Mine wasn't. It, does, it could be movies like I've seen, like you know, like there's Godfather. My yeah, buddy has Wolf of Wall Street. Let me see. The most interesting his. man. I would uh, superimpose my face onto the body of Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't, Something, On the something, cover of Vanity Fair, and, and say <laughs> that's a good and, one. And I would say, "Come celebrate an incredible woman." <laughs> would or something like that. How would know. you spell "come"? <laughs> well, I think you set that one up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, TBD. Yeah, plead the fifth. I don't know. Come celebrate. <laughs> What's you? Um, you wanted to get Grossi to respond to something, and I fucking interrupted, and I just I came in over the top, and I, I don't know what the fuck we're. Kobani, you threw it over to Grassi for a second. I don't remember why. What are we talking it, about? It was something about stags. But you know what, Grassi? Here, why don't you tell him? Because we got to go to a stag Thursday. It's probably going to be a Vergonia stag. Because intern stag was very classy. It was one of the classier stags. Yeah, no motorboat to speak of. No. Sometimes you go to a Vergonia stag. This is probably going to be one of those cases, Grass. I'll let you This explain. Thursday is going to be a Vergonia 100%. What does that mean? Just you, you, you leave, leave like feeling like 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 a, a a wave of shame pass you over. Like, I'll put it this way: nobody got sloppy at intern stag. I felt like everybody was classy, even though people were they were drinking and stuff. People were respectful. They were able to hold their alcohol and whatnot. But I feel like on Thursdays, not not so much. It's gonna be especially, especially when Louis around. You oh, know, shit. and then you go outside. This is the real indicator, in all honesty, is when you go to the parking lot in the middle of a stag, you look around. You know, sometimes you have your old nuns smoking their cigarettes. And it's like, okay, and that's all you see. In turns, that's basically what it was. People come inside, and sometimes you go to stags. You see people sneaking off to their cars to do God knows what. You see fucking people just smoking joints everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you didn't see any of that. Okay. And you, and you didn't see any, like, stag girls pulling up their skirts in the back somewhere. Like, so, it so was very classy. So it's going to be a little bit of a, it's going to be a bit more of a, a bit more of a bordello on, uh, on Thursday. Okay. So, so, so there are different tiers. I get it. That's interesting. 
Now, now, so um, hmm. but listen. Well, in turn, with all due respect, I would be terrified of your father-in-law. So you have to keep things classy, and it was classy. Intern is uh, swashbuckling, man. He's got, he's got sweat, sweat coming down everywhere. No, yeah. he's, he's got the sunglasses on right now. I feel like I'm looking at a man who's like, I feel like you're like you're like running a business from Saint Tropez right now. <laughs> got a long, long fucking slick hair. I feel like you're, you're probably <laughs> engaged to a lovely lady, and, and she's a lawyer. I got to be careful. Oh my god, a, yeah, a, a, be- a beautiful lawyer. Her yeah. father's probably he, he know he knows what a hot commodity she is. So she's she's he's like ready to fucking chop your balls off. Father-in-law fucking... wins Guido of the Year, <laughs> dressed on point. One of those guys, you know, when you go over for Sunday lunch, three piece, three piece suit. The yeah, other day, you you do not show up five minutes late. You are there on time. You're there fifteen minutes early, and you look good. Right. What does he Just, sm- What does he smell like? I don't know. I usually don't smell him, but I think he wears cologne. No, but like like like, like a bergamot, like a lighter one, or is it like more of like a like a manly, like a dark? Because you tell me Guido of the Year sometimes they'll no, go like for like one. He's a light, light one. Yeah. yeah. Is he a big like, Guido or is he like a Gianluca Vacchi playing tennis, like cycling, like uh, you know, no, he's, sipping he's, white wine in in Tuscany type of Guido? Which one is he? No, I would say not like he's not like big. But okay. he's, yeah, he's he's. I'd say average, average size. He's like for he's, know, his age. He's uh right. So he's um, I understand. Yeah, he's he, not. He's probably he's not like he's not like one. He, of these he's big, more imposing. He's not one of he's not one of the more dainty. Like oh yes, no. I'm you know I'm a Guido. I'm wearing no. uh you no, know uh, no. linens and uh, moccasins and no, you show up on time. So, no, it's like he's like like a hard. Hey, what the fuck? Don't fuck around. It's a little bit more. Yeah, like, a little bit more. Like than that, the yeah. imposing. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, that's uh, no. C- congrats. Yeah. No. Good jeans. Good jeans. Good jeans. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I, no, br- 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 Kubani. I, I swear to God, you, the boys were telling me that you had a cousin in Montreal named Sergio. <laughs> oh, Serge. I don't think. <laughs> here we go. I don't think Serge knows what a stag is, man. I'm not alone on no, this. No, he does. What? <laughs> that's actually. I, I'm gonna reach out to Serge, but listen, Serge might not be the the right guy to ask. Why is that? Listen. I mean, <laughs> tell me, tell, tell me about, tell me a little bit about Serge. Who's Serge? I love Serge, Serge, great dude. But Serge, uh, Grassin, stop me if I'm, I'm telling a lie. I mean, Serge. So he came by. This was five, six years ago now. He comes by. He escapes Montreal, basically because he's dating this crazy girl. She's nuts. But he's like, what's her name? Oba. What's her name? I for, I forget. It's like she has some French name, like Joël, Joey, Joanne, uh, you know, and, and he's like, you know, Cuba. Uh, she's crazy, but she's passionate. <laughs> oh, she loves it. And so, whatever. How old is Serge? Serge is like, I think like 12, 13 years older than us. <laughs> okay. Like Serge, yeah, like he's when in we like were his late forties. Yeah, now for sure. He's like born. Is we he was born in Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Like when we were in our twenties, Serge was like close to forty, and like still going harder than we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever. He goes back, and he has dinner with you know his girlfriend and her best friend. And long story short, within three months, he's married to the best friend. <laughs> The, they don't talk to. They don't talk to. Are they still married? Yeah, with well, two beautiful kids. With God, two kids. God bless. When you know, you God know. God bless. God bless. 
God that bless. might have been actually the last wedding I've actually known because last year. But um, there's it was pre-COVID and he got married and it, God bless him. He's doing better now than ever before. So, Serge, you never know where you find true love. You don't know what a stag is, though. You don't know what a stag I'm telling you. We don't have stags in Montreal. I'm telling you. I'm no, telling I think that's a very Toronto, Ontario thing. That's what Colosimo was telling me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even think they have this. They don't have it in Italy. They don't do that stuff in the States. <laughs> Could you imagine one in Italy? Oh, my God. No, it's just us. I think that would just, just be... I think there would just be scraps. Yeah. Because, like, guys yeah. would be fighting over the toonie toss. My toonie's closer. No, my toonie's closer. No, if I... You get the measuring tape. We brought a measuring tape yeah, at I, my I, stake to make sure that the two... Whosever's toonie was closer to the other, that it was done right. Because guys get really passionate at this stuff, Sam. Yeah. Like it's, it's messed up. Well, I think, I think one of the problems with doing it in Italy would be... Um, bringing in like female talent or entertainment because like if it's in a small town and stuff, it's, yeah. probably, it's probably like the same one who goes around to all the stags yeah. <laughs> you know it would get a little boring but that's what it, that's it, what it, it turns into even over here because you see the same the same hey I saw you a couple weeks yeah, ago it's, yeah, it's yeah, fucking boring you know the whole point is like you want a little bit of a thrill and it's like you're gonna motorboat the same girl every couple weeks so at that point you're basically married to her why don't you fucking propose it's over you know at that point it's funny fuck man would you, would you date a stag girl no Never say you know you never know where you'll find love. You find love in some weird places. I don't know. Oh no, that's fucking tough. Can you imagine you start dating this tag girl, and then it's like you know every everyone knows her as that girl. Uh, you don't want to date. You're that getting girl. married to her, and you're having a stag. She can't work the stag. Maybe she works the stag. Oh yeah, that's that's a weird one. That would be awkward because then her dad's there and her nono's there. Let's be honest. Anyone that does that doesn't have a father. What are we fucking talking about? Who are we kidding? <laughs> Come on. Come on. No, man. he's right. Come on. <laughs> he's right. You're getting Come grossy going now, right? classy stag girls. Yeah, I think the ones of mine Maybe. were pretty classy. The blue chip ones. Yeah, they were. They were. They behaved. That's good. They behaved. <laughs> no, that's but you, that's, t- you, no, that's but who you got to look out for. No, Intern stag that... girls were like fucking lawyers. Let's be honest. Yeah, probably. I, I, like, bro, like they're studying to become. You buy a ra- you buy a raffle ticket at interns, bro, and uh, you go talk about the socio political situation in uh, the Middle East. Hey, there was probably that conversation going on. To be honest, yeah, so you're buying tickets there for was you. A lot sit of down. people there. They were talking about a lot it, of things. But intern stag was the only stag I've ever seen with a wheelbarrow. Full of chocolate, bro. Merchandised by a professional. Like, we're talking Reese's Pieces, old Henry. Like, just full of it. It wasn't the cheap stuff. Bachi? No bachi? No, no bachi. But you know what? Just the good good stuff that you want at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the top shelf stuff that you're going to see at, like, your local grocery store or whatnot. All the, all the Hershey stuff. We had chocolates. We loaded it up with candies. The commercial garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly. Yeah, the, the more hormones, the better. That's beautiful. Yeah, and if you won the prize, you also, not only do you get everything in the wheelbarrow, you get the wheelbarrow too. And the, the best part is a diabetic 80-year-old man won it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, they're not making this up. Though. No, I, I, believe, I believe you. <laughs> I don't know if he's diabetic. He is. <laughs> do you ever have, like, guys, you ever have, like, old, because here's the thing, like, you know, if anyone could buy a ticket to a stag party because it all raises money, I, I'm starting, like, the layers are starting to get peeled back a little bit, and I'm getting a better idea of what it is, and I'm realizing that I might not have been that out of place had I hypothetically come to the one last weekend, so I understand how it works now, but it sounds like anyone could just buy a ticket to oh, this yeah, thing, yeah, 100%, right? Yeah. So Literally anybody it, can buy a ticket. It, you right. can go to a stag and not know the person who's getting married. So do you, do you, does it ever happen that you'll have, like, a savage, like, 72-year-old guy who will buy a ticket to a stag because he wants to get out, or is it only, like, a young man's game? 
No, sometimes you got to be careful about those older guys because they're the ones that are like a little bit like they for, yeah they they, think they get a little nineties yeah. yeah they get a little bit more frisky over there with the women yeah yeah and then it's your ass on the line this guy who you just fucking sold a ticket to off the street yeah he's coming in and he's doing you know stuff that yeah maybe back in the nineties it was accepted sure. but hey and you then, can't do that anymore <laughs> then there's like the sharks like that come just to play cards right that know how to play poker and they'll come and they'll try to like clean out the tables right so, yeah because there's a poker so so just to backtrack yeah at a stag you'll also have like a table like a couple poker tables there with a dealer and that like you know they'll play like you know you probably have some fights break out at this thing you know because oh, yeah. it's because it's not a bunch of friends it's people who you may not fucking know who exactly. just decided to buy tickets to the stag exactly. party and they go like play poker and you're actually losing real money yep oh that's it's intense that's awesome it's intense i wish i would have gone it's 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 a lot of uh it's it's a lot of masculinity, masculinity, masculinity. Yeah, yeah. In one room, and yeah, obviously sometimes tension boils over. You get some guys scrapping it out over a a there were toss two game guys or that were yelling at each other. They were just like, I because I was so towards the end of the night, I was watching the poker tables just in case anybody wanted to like cash out or whatever. And uh, yeah, there were two guys yelling at each other, and they're just like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" And it was going on for like five minutes straight. And then one guy was like. You know what? Fuck it. I think I'm just going to cash out. So now I'm getting ready. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this guy's money. He's going to get out of here. I go back two minutes later. He's like, no, I'm not going to cash out anymore. I'm going to keep playing. And then one guy's like, yeah, yeah, they're friends. It's okay. I've played poker with them over a hundred times. Like, you know, this is just something that they do. It's just sometimes it's a way for them them to blow off steam. But if they weren't friends, shit could have boiled over, I guess. That's what I thought was happening. I was like, shit, I got to get this guy's money so we can get out of here. Oh, no, no. You have to be able to tell your friends to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know. It's, isn't it funny how, what a fine line it is between... Because say the same thing to someone you don't know, and it's war. You say the same thing to someone you know and love, and it's like, fuck me, no, fuck you. Let's go get a bite to eat. I love you, you know? Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's the line, right? Between between love and hate or love and war. I don't know what the opposite sure. is, but yeah. When you can when when <laughs> something can mean something totally different, you know? One word can just have a completely different meaning. Maybe yeah. that's too abstract. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, gizmo. Yeah, man. Okay, we're going to play a game. We're going to end on this. I yeah, appreciate yeah. I appreciate you guys coming on. This is fun. This is very informative. <laughs> so, uh we're just going to go round table until we can't fucking think of names no more. We're, gonna, we're, gonna just, we're just going to fire off names of Serie A players over the years who you wouldn't otherwise think of. So don't tell me Toto Di Natale. Don't, don't start naming like fucking like players that everyone knows, okay? Like Herman Dennis is a good one. So it's got to be a cult figure. We're just going to throw out names here. Serie A cult figures over like the last 10, 15 years. And, uh, if, if, yeah, and if you fail, if you fail to name one uh, adequately, like a you know, up to the level desired, then you're out. It's done. We'll see what can keep going. So if you fail to think of one, or if you, if I say Fabio Quagliarella, we have like a round table, for example, you know, we'll just go around. Yes, yes, yes. No, we, we accordingly decide whether or not that person qualifies. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. I, I want to see how many names we can come up with here because dude, Herman Dennis was a nice fucking throwback. Yeah. But that, I'm telling you, that was Boz's, like that was Boz's guy. Yeah. He was like a big Herman Dennis guy i feel like there was a personal story there yeah but. i don't know if we'll ever get it out okay so head so headman dennis is one uh let's go um i don't know let's just fucking fire it off gross who do you got who do i have Oof. start thinking kuba start thinking i'll go first um marco borriello yeah 
He's a cult figure. Alessandro Matri, if we're on those lines. Because uh, in, in terms of being able to go to so many different clubs. Yeah. We don't need an explanation, too. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But they, because I think it'll get long. But no, that's a, that's a great okay. pick. That's a great pick. Pablo Osvaldo. Oh, that's a good fucking pick. I forgot about him. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. Maybe we should just pick oh. forwards. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'm see go, how far uh, we go Iturbi. Fuck. Remember that guy? I remember the hype yeah. on that guy. That guy Where's he playing now? In Mexi- oh, is he playing in Mexico now? Who even knows? Somewhere obscure. That guy was a uh, legend. Uh, fuck. What about... um? You guys remember Vucinic? He was like the yeah. starting fucking yep. center forward at Juve for like three years. <laughs> this name got brought up in our uh, group chat, but uh, Amaudi. Oh, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy oh. <laughs> he finagled an Azzurri cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than a couple times. Was it yeah. one or because I feel yeah. like I, I I don't know. Well, maybe as a UV. Those are the Oriundi that Sam doesn't want. Yeah, those guys we can keep far away. No, yeah. no, no, not no, enough no, sex appeal. Yeah, debatable. Like, like Felipe Melo. <laughs> what the fuck is that guy doing these days? Crime. <laughs> Pazienza. Oh yeah, yeah, Pazienza. The mid, the midfielder. Yeah. yeah, the worst player of all time. <laughs> yeah, he had a. Uh, yeah, I remember he he wore like really old school Adidas, um, Adidas like I don't know where they um, they weren't Copa Mundials. They were like um, <laughs> they were those white ones with the black stripes. Mm. Pure pure eleven. I forget what they were fucking I, called. I got one. I don't know what the guy's first name no was. No skill. But Aronica, do you remember that guy? Marco Salvatore, Salvatore, the defender. Yeah. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, he was he, he was sucked. built like a rock. That guy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a character. Nick you know, yeah, no, wait a minute. Cristiano Lucarelli. Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't he, doesn't he have something to do with... He built uh, like a cycler. Ternana? Lucarelli? No, I think for Livorno. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure he went to like... I think he either came from Ternana or he's... I can't remember if he's coaching them now or something. Lucarelli looks like one of those guys that would just like love a a, a Piemonte ski resort. He would just eat it up. I got a a good one. Lucarelli was unlucky to be left off the... 2006 Italy team. This guy looks hilarious, too. Who you got? Davide Moscardelli. Do you oh. remember that guy? Oh, yeah. You know that what? Guy? He, you know what? He came up on a pod recently, actually. Did like he? In the last week. Oh, yeah. my gosh. The I just beard. Oh, that guy was just... That guy looked like a machine. Is he still around? What's he, I don't, what's he I don't even now? know what he looks... What does he even look like now? Uh, I just remember that beard. Yeah, like he looks like the liver king. Yeah. <laughs> the Italian liver king. Yeah, bro. Davide Moscardelli beard. Yeah. <laughs> that's was, the... First that result. comes up first before first his name. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Wow, it's pretty. Uh, it's is, pretty he, is he playing now, Gizmo? Let's, see. let's let's look him up here. Moscardelli. Is he playing with Venezia? No, at former any point in time? former professional. He's born in Belgium. I. Oh fuck. Okay, one of those one of those Italians. Did he play for Venezia at one point in time? I'll look it up. Disgusting. Who was that guy on Campo Verona that always had you? Benicier. Yeah, Benicier. Yeah, that was another good one. What about uh, Aquafresca? Oh, fucking Robert oh, Aquafresca was a good Fresca. one too. Half Polish. Mm. Wow. Half Polish. Moscardelli did not play on Venezia. Franco Vasquez. Franco Vasquez, that's a good one. Did someone say uh, Zarate? No, Mauro Zarate. Yeah, that's a good that's a good show too. Lord Nicholas Bettner. Oh man, his Bettner. brief spell at Juve. Yeah. Irby Emanuelson. Oh, that guy. There have been some bad players over the years, man, with some crazy names. Nicholas Anelka. Okay, now you're just going through the Juve uh, striker. Juve had some weird... Dude, Juve won titles without strikers for years. Those guys guys all have more scudettos than... Lorenzo (laughs) Tigne. Than fucking uh, Totti. (laughs) Who's another good one? Uh, Christian Maggio? I don't know if that... uh, Yeah, well... 
Ten out of ten. Out of hey, my Joe was sick. I think, we're, I think we're gonna have to end this game because everyone. everyone I think everyone's just really good at this, so it's like uh, doing too well. Giuseppe Rossi. Yeah, but he's Enigma. Still kind of there, doing doing advertisements for Italian video games now on Instagram. Giuseppe Rossi still. Hey, hey, hey. He still got it. He signed. He might. He might. He might. Spal. I still got faith. He's thirty six this year. I still got faith, bro. Bring him up. Somebody has to. Like, Call him up, man. He'll, he'll put Call it. He'll up. put it together at some point, bro. He'll put it together at some point, bro. Giuseppe Rossi, his knee's gonna hold up at one point in time, bro. He's gonna score ten goals again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. Man, he just. He just won't quit. God's been giving it. You, you know, like just, when you just won't get the hint. Yeah. I feel so bad for that guy. It's He's, like in out. Like Fiorentina takes a break. Sporting Kansas City. It's been over for ten years. Yeah, like it's been over for ten years. It's terrible. Eight years. After the 2014 World Cup, when he got injured, right before that, it was over. I don't think he has a knee anymore. Like it's non-existent. I think. Yeah, I I wonder if he had actually, dude. If he played for us in the 2014 World Cup, sometimes I think about this. I've thought about this before. I wonder how differently. It would. I wonder how differently our history over the last ten years as a national team would have looked. I really, I really think he might have brought something really special to that team. I think you know him and Balotelli playing together. You well, know, I was top, gonna say he's like twenty seven years old. Like who's on that team there? You look okay. Yeah, Balotelli, El Young Immobile. It wasn't a bad team, but we didn't Insigne, get out of the group, and I yeah. feel like everything. I don't know. Just kinda, Cassano. Things started getting bad after that. Cassano was on that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's there. I think okay. I think the game's done. Whatever. All right. All right. Everyone wins. All right. Whatever. I thought. I thought. I thought it would be a little bit more quick fire, and people would fi- it would fizzle out real quick. I don't know. It was cool. Anything you guys want to plug? Yesterday there was a guy who came on the show who plugged his construction business at the end of the show. You have anything you want to plug? <laughs> What's his business? Fatro Construction. Yeah. F A T R O. If you live in the GTA and you want to have a house built, you call Fatro Construction. Vincenzo Attizano and family will do it for you. Respect. Yeah. You have anything you guys want to plug? You guys don't have the pot anymore, but before yeah, we wrap that's, here. That's what I was going to say. We're a bunch of bums now, so yeah, it's like, yeah. what is there to plug? I guess just uh, maybe a moment of gratitude. Just to thank you for everyone that did listen. If you are somehow found yourself uh, from Stereo Sariat to The Cultural Podcast, I guess thanks for listening. It was good times. I, I feel like I'm speaking directly to Sam. If you found yourself early on listening to Stereo Sariat and now you're doing The Cultural Party, thanks, man. No, thanks, Matt, and thank you guys. Thank, thank you guys for uh, setting the bar so low that I realized anything was possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we aim to do. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was this was this was cool, guys. I appreciate you doing it, Grassi. Yeah, so you know, if you're if you're a legal professional, do you think could your could your your wife to be a lawyer? Does she not have like? Would she be willing to drive down to Waterloo maybe and try to sort some things out, smooth it over, or is it or is, are we, is it like one of those things that it's like beyond the point of no return? Like there is Here's no statute of limitations. I mean, if you, only, if, I'm only gonna square up with Waterloo if my son wants to go to Waterloo for university, or else I'm never going back to the Lou. All right. They sure. lost me and I lost them, and that's how it goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I appreciate you. Guys, I appreciate you guys being so open and honest and so uh, willing to broach uh, very uncomfortable subjects with, uh, without having to be pushed in that direction and nudged. Uh, this is this is this is great. This wasn't. Uh, no, this this was cool, guys. What do you guys have on schedule tomorrow? Where are you going in Toronto? Uh, I've Never been mind he- Woodbridge. Where are you going in the GTA? I've been here for a week. So I, I, I had a show on the weekend. Um, I had a stand-up show on the weekend, which I came for. That was kind of like the primary uh, 
motivation for me having come here at all. But then I just I thought I'd make a week of it because I know some people over here. I I've been you know interacting with some people online for a while, so I wanted to record some podcasts. I'm I'm lucky I could work pretty much from anywhere, so that's it. I, I wanted to see what the stand up scene is like. But yeah, no, I'm back. I'm back tomorrow. I'm going to Montreal tomorrow for Easter. It'll be fun. I had a show on Sunday. I was telling the boys before uh, you got on. I I. Uh, I was doing a, an Italian comedy competition where a bunch of people brought their families and their uncles and their aunts and their grandparents and shit. And I talked about uh, Greek people taking it up the ass and Lorenzo Insigne fucking his wife from behind. And, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, I got a lot of laughs, but I didn't win. Instead, a, a guy who brought an accordion won, bro. So hey, an accordion is impressive. I, I was it's actually, very impressive. I should have brought the mandolin on stage. I'm pissed I didn't. Also, what is the Toronto stand-up scene like? Um... I mean, listen, man, the, the the open mic scenes anywhere are not glorious. They all kind of fucking suck, but you kind of just got to do it to do it. I think in Toronto, there's more volume. Like, there's more opportunities to actually do it, which is which is good. You know, Montreal being half French and all, like, limits the opportunities a little bit. But it's uh, it's bigger, so it's harder to take over. That's one thing I'm noticing. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that far away. I might come back periodically. At, you know, I don't know if I'll ever wind up living here or for a short period of time, maybe, as I as – I, I'm sort of new to stand-up. I'm, like, about a year in, so – I don't know. I, I'm I'm open to it, you know. So I just wanted to sort of see what see what's up. And no, I mean it's it's equally depressing in pretty much any city I've realized, which is you know, kind of good. Makes me feel a little bit better about living in Montreal, where the stand up scene is, you know, not glorious. It isn't anywhere. You know, you just got to do it to do it. So I I, I give you credit because in all honesty, I think that's probably the most difficult thing to do. Get up and would just. And try to make people laugh like that. That takes balls. Well, I don't know about that. Gizmo, uh, Gizmo dies metal. I think it's a little harder to do. <laughs> it requires a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> no, we were talking about we were talking about that before you guys jumped on. I, it's it's no, but I I, I know what you mean. But no, he's it's, it's harder to be a fucking brain surgeon. You know, it's one of the you know he's it's 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 a great job for lazy people. You know, but you gotta it, you gotta you know. In order to have a job, you gotta, I guess, be good at it. I, I suppose, but it's you no, know, it's weird. It's a weird job because a lot of people are incredibly delusional and they think that they should do it. And maybe I'm one of those people. You know, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's, it's it's weird. For a long time, you don't know if you're delusional or if or if uh, you're just unlucky or if you're just uh, you know you're 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 you know getting ready to blossom or if it's gonna fucking just completely rot. You have no idea. So it's it's it is a little weird in that sense. There's not a lot of security, but. I mean, if you're only doing that as a career in the beginning, I mean, you're really fucking up against it. You got to find another way to make money as well. So, so you know, it's not really a career yet. But I, but I appreciate you saying so. That's me not being able to take a compliment, is what that is. <laughs> I don't know, just going on a run-on sentence. I appreciate you guys doing this. Um, if you want to tune into the pod again next week, you could subscribe to us. If you're new, any little bit of. I, this is kind of weird. I'm doing this with the guy still on the fucking phone line over here. But you know, any interaction at all is, is, is helpful. Fucking leave a comment, like, downvote. Doesn't matter. Apparently, it all helps us. So do one of those uh, things. Do all of them. I don't care. Say this guy's just thrones. I don't care. He sh- doesn't shut up. To, what, what kind of drugs do you think Rossi was on? Was it Ambien? Was it, are, they, are they legal? Are they illegal? Is it, you know, is, is, was, it, uh, was it a real uh, poor advertisement for parenthood and what it does to people? I, I, I don't know. Um Leave a comment. Comment something. Comment something. It helps us a great deal. I always suck at ending podcasts. I never know what the fuck to do, and I just wind up going on these like long run-on sentences. That's what I'm doing right now. I don't know what my ad is at the time of recording. I don't know if it's going to be at Cultural Podcast or if it's going to be at something else. It might be at Samadamo. I don't know if I pulled the old switcheroo yet. We're changing the pod name in a week. I don't know if this is before or after that. We'll see. Just cue the Pinot Dange. Cue the Pinot Dange. Yeah. Uh, Marco the Intern Principe. 
I appreciate you coming on, Gizmo. Adamo Principe, I appreciate you coming on, bro. I Respect. appreciate you having me in the uh, this fine this fine fucking little establishment. Dude, this is a nicer studio than I have over here. This is fantastic. I appreciate you, Thank you letting man. me in uh, letting me into your home in Etobicoke, Anytime. and I appreciate uh, I appreciate you having me on, boys. Thanks for calling in, Grossi, Kuba. Um, thanks a lot. Oh, bro, thanks for having us. Thanks I wish I could have talked man. more, but uh, I'm half asleep. I'm <laughs> I'm all. Uh, I'm just ruined off a Tylenol, boys. I, I'm sorry here. What did you fucking spike the poutine with? <laughs> Money. I'm going to the dispensary, man. I've been <laughs> Tylenol in my life. Well, Thanks. It's cold inside. This Tylenol is kicking my ass. I've been sick for over a week. <laughs> Enjoy the buzz. Listeners, we'll catch you soon. A la próxima. Till next time, we'll catch you soon. Ciao. In discoteca con lo sguardo da serpente Io mi sono avvicinato Lei già non capiva niente L'ho guardata, ma guardato E mi sono scatenato Fredastera al mio confronto Era statico e imbranato Le ho sparato un bacio in bocca Uno di quelli che schiocca Sulla pista diavolata Lì per lì l'ho strapazzata L'ho lanciata, riafferrata Senza fiato l'ho lasciata Tra le braccia mi è cascata Era cotta innamorata Per i fianchi l'ho bloccata E ne ho fatto marmellata Oh yeah, si dice così no? E poi, e poi, che idea? Quale idea? Vedi che lei non ci sta? Che idea? Quale idea? È maliziosa ma saprà tenere a bada un super bimbo biffo come te E poi che avresti di speciale che in un altro no non c'è? Che idea? Quale idea? Al tratto l'ho agganciata, dalle braccia mi sgusciata Ma guardato, l'ho guardata, l'ho bloccata, carezzata sul visino, su di fata Ma sembrava una patata, l'ho acchiappata, l'ho frullata E ne ho fatto una frittata Oh yeah, si dice così no? E poi, che idea? Quale idea? Non vedi che lei non ci sta? Che idea? Quale idea?
Che idea, che idea Ma quale idea? Balla, 